0: Hello, Super Johnny! Hello, Super Trevor! It's me, Mario! Woohoo! Mamma mia! You guys, you're number one! Woohoo! See you in my games!
1: ha
2: Trevor,
3: I'm really nervous. This is episode 100, and this press conference is going to be huge for us.
0: Oh man, we rented out this entire complex expecting all of our fans to show up for this press
3: conference. There's gotta be thousands at the very least out there. Minimum. This is episode 100. Do you know how big of a milestone that is? There's plenty of shows that were big and huge I never even hit triple digits. I'm patting myself on the back so much this week that I'm sore. I've been, uh... Hippin' and a hoppin' and a skippin' and a hip hoppin' and a skippin' because I've been so happy about this. Episode 100, this is amazing. With our
0: gout, all that skipping is impressive.
3: I know, it hurts with every skip, but I do it anyway because of how happy and excited I am. All the nice things the fans have been saying, uh, I'm expecting a humongous, I mean, I bet they had to turn people around out there.
0: Oh, Johnny, the, the red light's come on. That oh, means okay. we're going to have to open the curtain and step out. All right, we'll okay. All, right. All right, we can do I this. I expect the roar this. of the
3: crowd is going to be intense. Just All try right. to stay focused. Ooh, okay, you're right, you're right. I can do this, I can do this. All right, here we go, opening the curtain. Uh,
0: uh, what? Are we in the right place? There's somebody. Oh, it's, it's the custodian. What, hey, hey, you sweeping the floor? Where is everybody? Nobody came. What? Did you not put it out there? Did I you, put it everywhere.
3: I made flyers even.
0: I spent five hundred dollars on Facebook
3: advertisements. That's amazing. And <laughs> those, we all know those. That's work. our Patreon money for two years, and it works too. Yeah, because it told me how many people it reached.
0: Um, oh, it, oh,
3: this is unbelievable. We put ourselves out there every week. You know what? This I'm starting to boil here a little bit. What game were we going to play for episode 100? I know we had well, a
0: list. We were trying to decide between Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Super
3: Mario World. Uh, I can't. Final Fantasy 7. Like a major mega yeah. hitter. You know what we're going to do instead? Because none of those fools decided to show up. We're going to we're going to punish them,
0: and we're going to punish ourselves too because that's how we do it. How do we
3: do that? On what show is it? Retro Retro list. Retro list. It's episode 100. That was, episode... If, that was if Creed was bringing us in. <laughs> Can you take me higher? To episode 100.
0: <laughs> Some of our listeners weren't even born when Creed was popular. That is sad and true. <laughs> so welcome to Retro List, your weekly game by game retro gaming podcast.
3: Who is turning? 100 today. That's right, Trevor. Now, what I was about to say, that's why my hand was up to you. I know the Uh listeners can't hear that. Right. But I was going to say, Trevor, there's something special about today's episode, but you already kind of said it.
0: Yeah, it's the 100th episode.
3: That's what I was aiming for.
0: Man. Man. And, you know, like any normal podcast, they would, like, cover... A massive game on episode 100, right?
3: Yeah, yeah we've even built toward this. I mean, yeah. uh, we did Mega Man 1 leading up to this. We did Sonic the Hedgehog 1 leading up yeah. to this. And we have did Mario 1 leading up a to this. Ones. A lot of 1s. A lot of 1s. Some mega, mega stars in the yeah. video game world. How could we possibly top those three in a row, Trevor? Well, um, I don't think we can. We can't. So, instead of trying to top it... We decided to do something very retro-blissy. And do the exact opposite. That's right. Now, before we get into what we're actually going to do today, let's bring in our guest, a uh, w- recurring guest. We, it took a lot of money to get him here. Yeah, it always does. It took at least... I know we joked on the opening about how much the Patreon we had to pay. This topped that, honestly. yeah. And this was at least... We're uh, in debt 10 years on Patreon. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> borrowed against our Patreon account. Yeah, because you can do that. Yeah. And that's all the reason we got Derek Franklin here.
0: Yep,
1: against my better judgment, I'm back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Derek, last time you were here, if I remember right,
1: we played a bunch, as in like 40 horrible games. Yeah, it was all in one episode. All all at once.
0: So, Johnny, uh, do you want me to explain what's going to happen here a little bit? No. Okay. By no, I mean yes. Alright, so... <laughs> you know, we could have covered Super Mario World. We've thrown that around. Yeah. I would love to cover one of the big Zelda games besides the original, you We know? We
3: legit had a... had a. We were trying to figure out what big game we could right. cover for this. I
0: even... I even went so far as to buy a copy of a Lunar Silver Star Story for you to play. Yeah. Because I want to play it.
3: And I've yet to play Seaman. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep. <laughs> But instead of all that... For
3: the Dreamcast, for the record. Yes.
0: I went to Amazon and bought this little device. It's called a Retro Play controller. Okay. And right on the controller itself, which is about two inches wide... It's very small. It says 200 games. It will fit in the palm of your hand.
1: Lord help us all.
0: So I paid $8 for 200 games on this little device. And I'm just going to go and say it. It's $8. Unless you also bought this $8 device... You've never played any of these games. We've never played any of these games except for me. I played played three of them just to check it out. Yeah, you applied three of them. I applied three of them. So we're going to play. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. We're going to cover not
1: 200 of these.
0: No,
3: there's no way.
1: But probably 30 is what we're that's
0: for. That's our
3: idea. This is going to be an extra-packed episode. This
1: time we're really going for quality yeah. instead of quality. Yeah, that's right. Now, <laughs>
3: now Derek has been here before when we covered Ninja Turtles 3, which is a quite a good game. Yeah. And then after that, we made him play that horrendous thing afterwards. So we could have just said, hey, let's have Derek play a great game next time he's over here to make up for what we did. Yeah. But instead, I feel like we doubled down on yeah, the terrible.
1: <laughs> an <laughs> extra if you, dose. If you want to
0: find this at home... um because usually I like for people to know a little bit what we're doing. Yeah. Go to Amazon.com and look up Retro Play, all one word, controller. And I think they still have it. I'll check it out after the break. And
1: I have to say, Trevor had sent a message to the link on the Amazon, device, uh, the Amazon advertisement, and I didn't realize that literally the whole controller is maybe three inches long. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> the joystick is like the size of... It's also
0: I, I don't know it's way smaller than it's smaller than a marble I feel yeah. like
3: playing these games and Derek and I have yet to play a game using this thing yeah it's gonna be really difficult because we have large hands yeah
0: <laughs> so all let me specify all 200 games are packed into the controller so if the joystick
3: or one of the buttons breaks we're done yeah because it's packed into the controller and we're, we're not going to give away the names of the games yet we're gonna yep. do that here in a second uh, but let me just say uh, they're named amazingly yes <laughs> Like We're just looking at the first page here, and it's incredible.
1: Yeah, it comes up with eight games on each page. So all any of us have seen is the first eight games out of 200. So we're going to discover it along with you guys. And I guess we'll
0: explain how it works in a minute, but do we want to just maybe thank everybody for sticking with us for 100 episodes? I think that's a good idea.
3: Let's be sincere for once. Despite our skit. Yeah. Let's do something we're not good at and accept uh, the sincere awesomeness we've received from the fans yeah. uh, we're, we've honestly I think I can speak for Trevor, we've been really blown away how much the show's grown in the first place uh, and just how much uh, it seems that people seem to for whatever reason, I can't figure it out like us, <laughs> unless a lot of people are lying to us, a lot of people yeah. enjoy the show some people I, maybe I don't were, get it, maybe some people are just nice I think
0: we've just, we found, like, the nicest people on the internet. I think it's what And it they is. became our fans. Yeah. That must be
3: it. That's gotta be it. And in effect, it even feels weird for me, even though, like, I have a small following in art, but it feels weird to say... Like Van
0: Yeah, like yeah. Vango,
3: yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the same level as those. Yeah. uh to, to say that you even have a fan or something, it feels weird to say that, and almost, mm-hmm. like, uh, or... Uh, our self-deprecating ways makes it very tough for us to admit that people enjoy the stuff we put out.
0: And really, the natural progression of that is to start asking for money. Yeah. So so that's what we did. That's what we did. (laughs) But no, seriously, uh, (laughs) episode 100, I really didn't know- I think we more begged. (laughs) I never predicted we'd make it here, so (laughs) I didn't plan that far ahead.
3: You predicted this show would die a terrible death well before that. We
0: mentioned it last time. We covered Sonic 2 as episode 10. Because we were amazed we made it to 10 episodes. Yeah, just physically. So we never planned what we were going to do for episode 100. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. And so we decided just to go all out and go crazy. But So, so
3: for real, thank you everybody. Yeah. We very much appreciate it. Now <laughs> that yeah, being said. now yeah, that being said, Trevor, uh, we're doing something special with this. Like we said, we're going to try to play 30 of these 200 games. But how are we going to decide which games we're going to play? So, uh, what I've suggested... And uh,
0: you both said, I'm an idiot, but I'm used to that. Well, we said harsher things. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we each came up. If you enjoyed the Bliss Quiz, you're in for a treat. If you
3: didn't, uh, fast forward so for, for like an hour.
0: <laughs> for those fans who enjoy our Bliss Quiz every week, this is our gift to you. We have each prepared ten, yes, ten questions to ask each other. So, for example, I'll ask Johnny and Derek a question. The person who gets it right is going to pick a game from this list of 200 which none of us have played before and the loser is going to have to play it in the second half of the show.
3: So this could end up where if one of us gets on a hot streak they won't have to play as many as these. So
0: it's a punishment to have to play the
3: game. Yes. We don't... We've... Judging based on the names alone... I'm assuming that playing these is not a winning thing. Yes. Like, this is not something you should be rewarded with.
1: That's the only reason I agreed to come and do the show when I heard this this setup. is because listening to the Bliss Quiz every week, I, I'm confident that I can beat the pants off these two
0: guys. <laughs> and I won't have to play any of these games.
3: And also, you just know us as people. <laughs> <laughs> and usually we make you play all the crappy games. So yeah, this, yeah. this could be justice. This i got a way out this time. This is his revenge. So
0: we're just going to go down the line. I'm going to ask a question. You two are going to compete. Derek will ask. We compete. And so on. And I've got a list here, and then in the second half of the show, we're going to just review the games after we play them. Yeah. Um, if there's a tie, we have some dice here we're going to roll to break a tie on any question. Or if a question is broken, which I predict, we have a die to decide. He predicts it because die. I'm asking
3: questions. <laughs> yes. I break a lot of them.
0: <laughs> so, do you want me to just ask the first question?
1: Is that a proper bliss quiz start? Let's do it to, right. I think I you're mean, right. We've got to do it Episode right
3: 100 way. start. Let's do it right. You're right. Let's do it. Uh, what are we about to play? We're about to play the this Blitz quiz. 100.
2: Oh, we should have done that part. Yeah. It's
3: too late. It's already gone. So... Yeah, Trevor, you can go first. Johnny and Derek, would you
0: like to do it where you buzz in with your response as soon as you want to make a guess with your name? That's fine with me.
1: Whichever's your questions work with.
0: Yep. Yeah. So when you think you want to guess, go and buzz in with your name. Okay. If you both get it wrong or you both get it right, you're going to roll dice to decide who gets it. Got you. So your question, Johnny and Derek, which game did I hate the most of these four choices based on my rating in the original episode? Okay. So these are all games we've covered on the podcast which is the theme of most of my questions. Did I hate the Three Stooges for the NES? Did I hate Beauty and the Beast Roar of the Beast for the Sega Genesis? Did I hate Shaq Fu for the Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo? It was on both. I think we played Super Nintendo version. Did I hate Skate or Die for the NES? Which did I hate the most? Three
1: Stooges Beauty and the Beast. Yes. I'm going to go with Three Stooges just because I feel like it I was have, I, a sacrilege of a game.
0: I rated Three Stooges a 4 out of 10. Johnny, I think it's Beauty and the Beast at one. I rated Beauty and the Beast a 3.5 out of oh. 10. Neither of those was correct. The correct answer oh. was Shaq Fu. I rated it a 3.
2: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Skater Dives a 3.5. Those all right. were all close.
3: So let me get this straight. Whoever rolls the Hoover highest... Whoever rolls
0: highest wins and makes the other person uh, okay, play the game. Okay, Derek, you
3: got to be... Johnny rolled a six. I can
0: only tie. Johnny rolled a six. Derek rolled a one. Well, this is a good start. So, So Johnny. I'm already playing a game. Johnny's going to pick a game from this list of 200. You can move left if you want to go back the wrong way or that way. (laughs) Whichever way. And you're going to pick any game, and I'm going to write it down, and Derek will have to play it the second half of the show. We're
1: looking at the second page now, and just let me say, there's going to be a lot of giggling when we change pages, because (laughs) these names are terrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if some of these things are based on the
3: spelling. I'm not going to get through all of them at once, because uh, they'll take forever, because there's a lot of pages.
0: So I mean no offense, but I think this device was probably developed in China, I'm guessing.
3: That sounds a little offensive. Some country that wasn't (laughs) America, maybe? We'll just say the translations aren't up to par.
0: If English is their native language, then I feel bad for them. (laughs) I'll put it that way.
2: I think... (laughs) Are you going to go
1: for the one that's just completely misspelled?
3: (laughs) There's so many good ones here. Uh, I think I'm going to give Derek uh, number fourteen Seaport Garl Garl. Which it looks like it was supposed yeah.
1: to be Guard, but they put an L instead yeah. of a D.
3: So he's playing Seaport Garl number fourteen. Seapoint Seaport Garl. Yes, yeah, Seapoint Garl.
0: Seapoint Garl number fourteen. All right, Ger- or Derek's your turn. To right. Ask a question for
1: me and Johnny in honor of Retro Blist, We're going to play the IMDb game. All right. Is this a call in so- or just answer? Let's call it. We got to call it. Both, both of you are going to guess a number. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get my phone ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guess the user reviewed score for The King of Kong. And for you guys that don't know, that's about Steve Weeby and Billy Mitchell's battle for the record high score in Donkey Kong,
2: which is in, in the news case. again. It's, it's a, yeah. It's yeah. a very
1: good documentary. And it's in the news again because, as in the documentary, Billy Mitchell's been accused of cheating again. Yeah. <laughs> so, out of 32,548 wow. reviews, what is the average score?
3: Should we write it down?
1: Yeah, maybe write it down. Yeah. That way you don't cheat off each other.
3: Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a number. I'll go first if you're still playing. All right.
2: right. <laughs> Yum. We got me, the same number. I'm joking.
3: We're going to have to roll the dice. We both
0: wrote 7.7. 7. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we think it's, too much alike. That's not good. It's like. Fire and ice. There is no winner here. <laughs> <laughs> what was the real number? The real number is 8.1. Oh, I almost rode an 8. I almost did. All right, I almost roll roll the dice. Down to the dice roll again. Four. Oh, oh we tied. Tied again. Three. <laughs> oh, we tied
0: again. Four. Oh, Four. oh you yeah. beat me. i got game. Johnny is on a hot streak. <laughs> Johnny's <laughs> going to try to get out of this way without playing a game. All right. So there I'm up. going to have to play whatever game Johnny picks for me.
1: Who would have thought Johnny would have finally been good at something? <laughs> he's looking at numbers.
3: Not me, nor my parents. Of these two hundred <laughs> games, he's
0: moved on to the number seventeen through twenty-four. Uh, see if we find up a... Got to figure out what through man is. <laughs> so, is it throw man? Through man? I don't know. It's
1: Spelled through man. But it's number through 20, man. All it's one what, word, and it's
0: what you're playing. So I'll be playing through man. I'm gonna s- get a question right here.
1: <laughs> all right, Johnny. All right, here we go.
3: <clears throat> number one. The very. This is the one you both have to write down. So get okay. ready. Uh, the very first game RetroBliss ever covered was The Uncanny X-Men by LJN. I was hoping NES. that was the question. No. LJN also made toys. Uh-huh. One of the toy lines they were responsible for was called Tiger Sharks. What is Tiger Sharks? Write down what you think Tiger Sharks is, and the answer that I feel is the closest will win.
1: Tiger Sharks.
3: It was a toy line, and I will also give this away. This is another little hint. It was based on an animated cartoon show. Uh,
1: I feel like my answer is definitely going to be wrong because it kind of sounds cool. So I know LGN <laughs> didn't do it. Like,
3: <laughs> well, I'll also tell you this: some of the other ones that LGN was responsible for is from like the original wrestling. Toys yeah, I, I remember some of them. They're actually worth a little bit of money. They did now. some cool toys. They did do some. Pretty I feel like cool as
1: toys. a kid, we had like a rubberized Hulk Hogan, Hogan that maybe they did. I think maybe for, so. they, they for did some all
2: reason.
0: those. Yeah, they did all those. <laughs> all right, I've answer. All right,
1: yeah. all, me
3: too. Trevor, what's your answer?
1: I said airsoft guns. Okay, I I did attack helicopters because I feel like there's some, a, either a shark game or a tiger game for the Genesis. That's like a tiger top, Heli? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking that's of. An I NES think. game. I okay, think.
3: well you're both way off. Okay, <laughs> uh, the actual answer is Tiger Sharks. Apparently, I've never seen it, but it's a team of heroes who transform into sharks and other marine animals. We both could have been. What been about far tigers? Off. <laughs> Do they know- <laughs> Just marine animals? I Should guess tiger shark is a kind of shark. Uh, your answer was what? Airsoft guns. Your answer Mine was,
1: was like attack helicopter toys. Like Missiles like and stuff.
3: Some reason I feel like Derek's is a little closer. Fine. But you're both way off. So right, I accept it. Okay, so, at least so. his is a thing. All right. we'll before,
1: before we even started, I knew right off the bat, the first one I made somebody play was going to be number 200. Because there's 200 games on this thing, so the one the developer put on last has to be the worst.
2: Oh, <laughs> no! And it is called
1: nutcracky <laughs> I don't
0: <laughs> I don't even know what to expect I'm gonna get to play nutcracky alright <laughs> now I get to torture you guys again <clears throat> Derek and Johnny in our first 10 episodes of the show how many of the games were Sega Genesis games Ooh. the person write down a number since you got paper uh, the person who is closest will uh, get it and I don't care if you go over just whoever's closest if you tied you're rolling the dice the first ten, how many were Sega Genesis games?
3: I have a number. I have a guess. Dang my, it! My guess um, is, did you write down the same number? Yeah, I wrote down the same number. You did. We both wrote down three. <laughs> we both. <laughs> right. It was four. Oh, that's that's a lot of Sega Genesis games. I'm right.
0: surprised. surprised. Yeah. Almost half of our first four. games were
1: Genesis games. Johnny got a four. I got a two. Man, I am a Man. terrible at rolling this dice. Good. I, I kind Johnny you doesn't be- have to play a game yet. I've not got
0: to pick a game for anybody to play yet. I'm ready to. No, Johnny doesn't have any games he has to play yet. I've got to play two, and you've already got to play two after this. Some of these just sound awful.
3: Okay. The one that sounds the most amazing on this page to me is Fish War. (laughs) (laughs) All one word. It's all one word.
0: Fish War. Fish War. Number 31, Fish
3: War. Derek is playing
0: Fish I'm so glad these games are numbered from 1 to 200 (laughs) so we can find them. (laughs) They're not in any other sort of order
3: whatsoever.
1: All right, so Derek... Now, I know one of the the games you guys teased reviewing for this episode was Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Now, for some reason in 2007, I I think it must have been when there was a Wii re-release of Super Mario, IGN wrote a short little review of it. So, both of you guys write down a number, what do you think IGN gave the Wii release of Super Mario World? Oh, mercy. So, I mean, it's obviously one of the greatest games of all time. Well, it's but, a re-release but, on a Wii. Well, and I will say, I read the review, and they said nothing about... Like, they didn't say the Wii release. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. It was a great port of it. Okay. They, they didn't make any complaints saying, if you want to play it, play it on Super Nintendo. They were just strictly reviewing the game. I know... Well, I'll let Johnny
0: write his number before I say anything. Okay, I have a number. I also have a number, and I'm just going to say before you even tell us... When these big game uh, public publications try to re-review games... It always feels weird to me because it's like, well, it's already come out, so we need to lower the score a little bit. But I disagree. I think if it's still that great, you should just review it based on how fun it still is. Well, so
3: you're saying sometimes I're just harsher on something just because, yeah, because it's, it's already been out. been out. That's kind of almost human nature in a way, too. I guess yeah. I understand it, but yeah. yeah. I gave it a
0: nine and a half is what I think. That is the minimum it should get, but I wrote an eight. Because I just feel like maybe Derek wouldn't have
1: asked us this question. Yep. They gave it an eight and a half. Oh, you're and kidding. Me. The only complaint they had about it was they said that it had been released so many times throughout the years that you probably already own a copy of it, so why buy it again? But, which isn't even true. I mean, it did come out on the Game Boy Advance, huh. wasn't it? Yeah. They re-released it. But it's not like Nintendo's been cashing out on it. So I I think that was an IGN review written just to get hits and controversy, really. It was
3: never available as a download until the Wii.
1: They don't have the integrity of
3: RetroBlissed. No, no. (laughs) No, yeah, That's what we're best known for, integrity. We're taking over IGN. Trevor, pick what game I'm going to play. I
0: finally get to pick a game. And I finally have to play one. And there finally wasn't a dice roll. (laughs) Yeah. So I've actually played this one, so I'm going to make somebody play it. Uh, It's called Police Dog... Lassie, but it's spelled (laughs)
1: L-A-S-Y. Yeah, so we're not sure if it's supposed to be Police Dog Lazy or Police Dog Lassie or
0: Either way, it doesn't make any sense,
3: even if it is Lazy.
0: And Johnny should be scared because this is one of the couple games I actually did play and I picked it. (laughs) Yeah, if he played it and he knows it's mad enough to play again. (laughs) All
3: right, guys, through the years, the Ninja Turtles have crossed over with many other properties. Of course, we've played quite a few of their games for this show, which is not one of the properties they've crossed over with. I am going to give you... Uh, some answers, and, and you got to buzz in. Ninja Turtles. Okay. So as soon as you think you know it, say your name. All right. All right. Uh, which one did they not cross over with? Transformers. Batman. Darkwing Duck. G.I. Joe. Star Trek. Trevor. G.I. Joe. Derek, do you have an answer?
1: I was going to guess G.I. Joe, too. But uh, I'll pick something else just because Trevor guessed that. Well, Trevor is wrong. That's why I'm asking. I'm going to say Darkwing Duck. That's what it is. Ah! 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 I have to play
3: all the games. <laughs> you had it coming. Not to play all, that's the, For a video game show, you would think I'd be a pun. I, I want to
1: pick that one because the name's terrible, but I feel like it's going to be... Just ping pong. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be giving Trevor the way out. It, yeah. The name of it is Pong Pong. <laughs> so I... I feel like it's going to be an easy game. I kind of
3: feel like I know which one I have to pick next time I get to pick one.
1: You know what? Since Trevor's lost so many times, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to pick number 22, which is Utmost Warfare. Well, that's that gotta be That good, sounds right? really cool. How is cool. that nice? Yes. Well, I mean, it sounds really cool. Right? Uh, it sure right? I mean, if I was going to pick one to play myself on here, that's what it'd be. Yeah. Utmost
0: Warfare. Yep. I never even used that word, so I don't even know if that's how it's spelled correctly. <laughs> it looks right. Utmost. Yeah, I think it's right. All right. Is uh, Johnny's turn to ask a question? Nope. Just no, did. my turn. Yep. All right.
1: Trevor paying attention as usual. <laughs> yes.
0: So to f- continue with our theme from the last episode, um, I think it's safe to say that when we originally envisioned, envisioned this show, the NES was probably the crux of the biscuit, you might say. Because it's sort of like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, for all of us, it was more or less the first system we ever owned. If, and like the you most listen, nostalgia.
3: If you listened to this show and you've ever said crux of the biscuit
0: please let us know
3: is it Crust of the Biscuit I thought it was Crux I don't I don't know what you're trying to
0: say either that, <laughs> the zeitgeist the <laughs> anyways NES games are a big part of this show how many NES games now let me rephrase this because it's important how many episodes featured NES games in the first hundred episodes
3: are we writing this down yeah
0: Okay. So, write it down. Whoever's closest oh, it's fine if you go over.
1: So, how many episodes, episodes featured, not how many different not games? Not many, how many different okay. games.
0: So, there are some episodes where we recover multiple games. Right. But just how many episodes had NES games featured. And I'll give you this. I'm not counting the word shows and stuff, because they have all the games in them, basically.
1: Yeah. But. I feel like my number's low, but I'm going to guess it anyway. And if you write down the same number, so help me. There's
3: no way, because we have a few 100. <laughs> I'm about to do math. <laughs> it was pretty close. Yeah. All, right. all
1: right. What do you? I, I guessed 57. I guess 64. Well, Derek is definitely closer because it's
0: 39. Wow. Oh, I thought it was a more than that. I thought though. I was low. I doubled it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that is, is another game. That's pretty close to half the episodes, though, because we have quite a few special episodes and things. Yeah. but Yeah, yeah, it's still
3: lower than I thought. We covered a lot of Genesis games, honestly. See, I feel like I already know what Move Box is. I think it's a game we couldn't beat that one time. I'm going for that one
1: just because it makes good sense. It's number 37, and it's called Strong PJCC. What does that even mean? I have no idea what that means. I
0: guess I'll be finding out. 37 for Johnny. So as of Uh, right now, I'm playing three games. Derek and Johnny are both playing two. can't believe you didn't pick
1: Brother Ball. I I just saw that. I probably (laughs) should have looked down further. All right, guys. It's my turn. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, I just went. Oh, sorry. Bob, well, pay attention. Well, we could go out in different order, I guess.
3: It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, let's keep the same order. Or we'll get way right. to be out. way this more than we already are. Obviously, a question about a
1: game y'all haven't covered yet, but maybe one day you will. I kind of, I've been jonesing to play it lately. It's just one from our teenage years that it's been on my mind. When it was released, Shinmu for the Dreamcast <laughs> was the most expensive game ever developed, which is a weird thing for Sega to do, considering they were pretty cash strapped at the time. What was the development cost for Shinmu, adjusted to inflation for current dollars? Oh, oh
3: no. I know no. it's a lot. Were you we writing this down? And
1: I will say they gave me... A, there was a range because one number included marketing and all that and the other one didn't. So, I'm using the lowest number they gave. Okay. Mm. So, in, in today's dollars. Yeah, in 2018 dollars.
2: Man.
0: Oh, I don't even know what a modern game takes to develop. I do know it was an absolute beast when it will, came out.
1: I'll still say with adjusted for inflation, this one's still... I think it's in the top 50 still, or top 30. It may be. Wow. It's it's still up on the list. I wrote down a number, and
3: I'm probably way off. Let me think.
1: He's really giving this some serious thought.
3: Way too much for a list. All right.
1: Okay. All right, Johnny, give me your number first.
3: 75 million. Oh, no.
1: I said 70, and I think it's going to be higher than that. 69 million.
0: Yes! (laughs)
3: 69.
0: Man, I was close. Oh, all man. right. These games are racking up for me now. Yeah, all suddenly, right.
1: Suddenly Johnny's on a losing streak.
0: Oh, I'm there's strong, so many
3: good ones here. My strong start uh. is going away. <laughs> 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 number, number 44, come on. Toad in the hole. Oh man. Johnny, <laughs> you're going to have a toad in the hole. I wanted to play Octopus See, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. So Johnny's
0: going to be playing toad in the hole number
3: 44. All right. It's time for me to get revenge. Uh, which of these I'm about to say? I'm going to yeah. buzz in. Uh, yes, this is a ah. buzz in. Okay, uh, at one point, we played a game where the Bernstein Bears went camping. We sure did. We were pleasantly surprised by it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Bernstein Bears, which is the number one selling Bernstein Bears book of all time? Oh. Was it New Baby, Get the Gimmies, Dinosaur Dig, Trouble with Friends? Derek,
1: I'm going to go with Get the Gimmies because it was, for some reason, the one my parents bought for me. I think they were probably trying to tell
3: us something. Incorrect. That oh, was number two. Can you give me the two. choices again? Uh, new Baby, Dinosaur Dig, and Trouble with Friends are what's left. Oh, New Baby. That is correct.
1: Because a lot of parents have kids that,
0: that is don't correct. know how to deal with
3: it. So you get to pick for Derek. All right. right,
1: this is getting better. Oh No, man, after this, we're all going to be tied with three. <laughs> Let's see. Do
0: you want to go back this way a little bit? I'm going to pick, oh, I don't know, there's some good ones here. Let's see. I'm going to pick Frantic Fishing because I think it's going to be a button masher and it's going to be annoying. <laughs> yeah, considering
1: this controller is two inches long.
0: And... That's going to be the one that breaks yeah. the
3: controller in the game. All right, by the way, let's just say if that happens fishing. in the middle of it, then this game just... <laughs> just <what> yeah. happens? <laughs> this is going to be
1: yep. bad.
0: Alright. Uh, is it me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright. So this... I could be accused of making this epic bliss list uh, kind of
1: self-focused. Which game did I rate the heist?
3: He's saying that because he only kept his reviews. He never wrote down mine. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> is it okay if I go and buzz in and say Donkey Kong Country? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know so, that that's right, but just... So, <laughs>
0: buzz in when you think you know the answer, but I will warn you, there's five choices. Okay. So, is it A, Sonic 2, B, Super Mario Brothers 3, C, The Legend of Zelda, D, Donkey Kong Country, or E, All the Same?
1: I'm going with E. I think,
0: yeah, Derek E. That's right. I've still not given it a ten, but those games all earned my highest rating of nine point five. I Always think he's more tricky than what he is. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah you would you would never pick yeah. the all the above no. just because you know he's trying to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't every, know if I love
0: those games the same, but as far as quality, I did rate them all the same. So what, we, uh, what I got to play? We dude. went
1: back to page where we saw page two hundred, but right now we're looking at thirty three through forty, and we haven't seen anything past that. I think I'm going to advance the page and be surprised here. Oh no, we have seen this. Never mind. <laughs>
2: There you go. That's the new page.
3: What? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, look at
0: number 54,
1: and look at the system. Okay, for, for clarity here, number 54 is Volleyball 2P, but the system is one controller that's three inches big, so there's no possible way there's a two-player game. This but, controller's hooked into the TV. It can't be two-player. But stand back. Oh, my goodness. Stand back, because two games below that is number 56. I'm not even going to be. I'm not even going to try to attempt to say the name. Assart. Okay, it's assart. But it's uh,
3: spelled it's, uh, like you take out like a s s a r t. Yeah, it's
1: there
0: we go. Donkey art. It's
3: the kind of art that I would.
2: It's, kind
1: of, so, it's the kind of art that I do when I try to do what Johnny does. So yeah, there's there's a Patreon out there that knows about that, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Johnny gets number
3: fifty-six. Right. Assart. 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 <laughs> Trevor, Trevor is an <laughs> asartist.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness! I'm so glad he gets to play that. You're both going to write down your answer for this one.
2: All right.
1: According to a 2011 survey by the Entertainment Software Association, <laughs> what what percentage of Americans over 50 say they play video games? So this is right in y'all's wheelhouse. If uh, for the for the parents that played with y'all with your Nintendo's. How many percentage of 50-year-olds say they play video games? Like, as of today. As of, yeah, Americans as of 2011.
2: 2011, oh. Yeah. It's changed since then, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Trevor knows it keeps up with that number. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about this. I'm just throwing out a number. All right. I said 70%. Well, I went the other way. I said
1: 35. 29%. Oh. It's what they said
3: as but of 2011. I, I guarantee them-
0: it's closer to mine yep. now because of Facebook games. Yeah. Okay, Trevor, you... Well, I
3: just wanted to play a game. That's why I wrote oh. about an answer. <laughs> there you go. He couldn't wait. I know I'm going back this way, but it's because I really want Trevor to play Rabbit Village. That oh. one's been on my head for a while. I thought somebody picked that. I thought somebody did, but they didn't. 13, Rabbit Village. Is oh,
0: yeah. that, we have to see what that is. Rabbit <laughs> Village, all one word.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's so many games that are just one word when you think <laughs> they could be two or three.
2: All right.
3: <clears throat> this my go, right? Yep, hit us with it. This is one you each have to write down your answer. On episode 17 of RetroBliss, we covered the WWE wrestling games for the Nintendo 64. If RetroBliss was a wrestler, what would its wrestler's name be, and what would their gimmick be? Gimmick is like, uh, like uh, you know, let me try. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, his gimmick was he was uh, always flipping people off and drinking beer. Oh, kind of thing. It's what he did. It's what he stood for. So, a gimmick could be even easier, would be at one point, uh, you know, Undertaker. The sock,
0: Socko. Yeah, Yeah. that's a gimmick, yeah. So, the name and the gimmick, and you can pick your favorite. Yeah. (sighs) Name.
3: I don't want to give a hint, but Mm. the more self deprecating, the more chances (laughs) you have of winning.
1: Hmm. Alright. You want to go first? Yep. I'm envisioning Retro Bliss as a tag team, like a late nineties tag team. <laughs> <laughs> With the the team name would be the Gargantuans of Gout. <laughs>
3: oh, I shouldn't let you go first.
1: Uh your, your stick is—you're pretty much the three Stooges, but there's only two of you.
3: Oh, I get, and we have obviously we have gout.
1: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Somehow that's got to work into your finishing move. I'm sure it's some kind of toe hold. <laughs> well, I shouldn't let you go first because my wrestler is the gout fiend,
0: <laughs> and his gimmick is mid-match he always gets crippling gout and loses. <laughs> he taps out to gout. Yes, the gout right. fiend.
3: Well, you had the unfortunateness of letting him go first. Yeah. And I kind of like that his was attacking, so we're both involved. So you're my wins. manager and mine. <laughs> okay, say well, that. So Derek uh, plays. what's Trevor playing?
0: alright For the record, me and Johnny are both playing four, and Derek's only playing three so far.
3: Which, if there's any justice, since we made a place in so many
0: Yeah, it's only time. fair. Yeah. Well, have, that first one looks like a winner <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay I'll, I'll
0: give
2: that to no, you no I didn't mean I wanted it <laughs> it's it's no, no, one, no. I wanted
3: 186 that's crazy. the one I'm, that's the one I'm
1: really looking for I'm going I'm to give you 186 which is happy match all one word like a happy meal it's, I'm sure happy it's going to be fun
3: I bet that means you're going to have a big smile on your it's face it's probably another stupid
1: match game like that last oh, one we played yeah. I'm going to regret that because I have to sit here and watch it even though he's playing <laughs> yeah. it
2: <laughs>
3: yeah let's be fair we're all going to get punished
0: yeah <laughs> Alright, so, since we are sort of celebrating the show and patting ourselves on the back, this is very show-related. What episode, and uh, just, you don't have to call in, just guess. What episode did we legit start the skits? Okay. So, not just talking back and forth as ourselves, but what I'll consider I want to write it down. as our actual skit starting. What episode number? You can give me the number, or you can give me the game we covered. I don't care, either one.
1: Man, I just always kind of assumed it was there. And if one
0: person could give both, then they're definitely going to win it. Yeah, I, had to, I did some research for some of these questions because I did not remember myself.
3: I have, a, I have a guess.
1: I've written down a number. I don't have any idea what game it was. but
3: well, Technically, if I had a better memory, I would know this since the skit was always my dumb stupid idea. Mm-hmm. And I kind of fought for it <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for better or for worse. Uh, but it kind of defines who we are now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I feel like from an early point is when I wanted this to happen. So I'm going to go episode three. Derek?
1: That might be just when you wanted it and not when you actually got it. Like, that could be I'm, true. I'm going episode eight.
3: So I'll just say
0: this didn't happen. Now I don't know what our discussion was behind the scenes, but our skits were much more natural. It doesn't really seem like we just made a decision. We're going to start one day. Um, the correct answer for my purposes is episode 10, Sonic two, ah! which means <laughs> Derek's closer. Starting with episode six, home alone We were not just talking about the game we were going to cover. We were kind of getting into it a little bit. But we're still just us talking more excitedly. Okay. So really, Episode 10 is when we legit played as characters, had sound effects, the whole nine yards. So, But it kind of happened naturally, which is kind of cool. All
1: right, I'm flipping through the games here. (laughs) All right. Uh, There we go. That one sounds actually cool. I'm That's gonna, the name I'm, of a real game. I'm going to be nice. Number 67, Dark Castle. Ooh. That sounds great.
0: Wow. So Derek is at three, and we're both playing five games now. <laughs> just come, just, we're this gonna, is we're gonna, panning
1: out. We're going to make a comeback. Dude. All right. Here we go. You're both, uh, let's see. Both of you write down your answer for this, because I'm just curious what your answer will be. It's There's only one right answer, and you're not getting multiple choice. I'm just curious right. where you'll both go with it. Okay. According to GameRankings.com, for games with at least five professional reviews, so, you know, the retro games they don't have as many reviews for. Yeah. But for games with at least five professional reviews, what do the lowest rated games for both the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 1 have in common? Oh, my goodness. Now, so this is specifically two so games. you like... think about the worst games for both those systems, and mm-hmm. what do they have in common? Oh, yeah. I know what I'm putting down.
0: I spent a lot of time looking at the top game rankings games because... That's why I went I straight to Blist. the bottom. <laughs> so, he, went more, he went more
3: of a retro Blist fit. Yeah. He
0: went to the bottom of the barrel. The top is Mario and Zelda Fest, which I don't mind.
3: Oh, man. I, goodness. The
0: 64 and
3: the PS1?
1: Yep. 64 and PS1. And I think each one only had between 5 and 10 reviews. So and there may have been worse games on the systems, but I, I filtered out anything with less than 5.
3: Okay. I got I got an answer. Me too. I'm
1: going to go
0: first because I messed up last time. Let Derek go first. So I'm saying they're both superhero games. Specifically, maybe Superman and Fantastic Four. That's just a guess. But I'm saying superhero games. Slash
3: comic book. I'm going to go out there and say that they both involve a cat mascot of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: anything in particular. <laughs>
3: Alright. Trevor
1: is Trevor's absolutely correct. Both uh, are superhero games and he was right on one of the games. Superman The New Adventures was the worst for the Nintendo 64 uh-huh. Yeah. and Batman Beyond Return of the Joker for PlayStation oh. 1 was the lowest rated which I, I think Fantastic Four might have been worse but it wasn't showing up in my results. Do so. you
0: remember we rented that game like Johnny got to come over and spend the night and we were excited and that's the yeah. game we chose to rent. About Fantastic it's Four. It's like, supposed to
3: be like a beat them up is what and we saw and it was not good yeah yeah
0: so well i get to pick a game okay let's see anything on this what
2: uh... <laughs> let's see <laughs> what is the top one
1: what Dada. oh look 79 you got to do 79
0: uh, 79 turtles <laughs> it's just just turtles <laughs> Derek is just absolutely <laughs> Killing us right now. What
3: kind of turtles? Are, or at least this on this question, I don't have to play a game. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> guys. On episode twenty-one, this is you got to buzz in when you think you know the answer. All right, all right. You're not going to get any choices though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So episode right. twenty-one. On episode twenty-one, we covered Bubble Bobble. Mm. Episode twenty-three, we covered Trog. Then we doubled up our dinosaur love, and on episode thirty-four, we covered two dinosaur games. One was Jurassic Park. What, Trevor?
0: It, we're back a dinosaur story. Correct. Wow. That really wasn't fair to Derek, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: Tennis one. No, yeah. that's too plain. 11. <laughs> I don't know what these are supposed to be. That sounds like yeast, a yeast game. Yeah, I know. 11 action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's two good ones
0: here. There's oh, a lot of good ones. Oh, 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 man. My okay. <laughs> you
3: see what 88 is?
1: <laughs> we got a... Okay, hold on, hold on. So... This is the first time we're seeing page numbers 81 through 88. And I'm just going to read them off to you. There's Mars. All right. Fruit Pig. Which you have to know what that is. Free Sale. Right. Power Pull Girl. Oh, yeah. Violent. Ooh. Smackdown. Ooh, WWE. Spar. Yep. And finally, Rescue <laughs> 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 Rescue. Well, as soon as I saw Fruit
0: Pig, <laughs> I wanted to pick that one, but I'm going to go with Power Pool Girl. Power Pool Girl. Oh,
1: I... Was that mine?
3: I have to play that?
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, God. you're not
3: making them play Rescue <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll say Either that you. for
1: somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Back to Trevor.
0: All right. It's time to fight. Oh, no. There's going to be four choices. Buzz in when you want to guess. Who do you think, or not who do you think, who would win a f- Let me start over. <laughs> who would lose a fight? Okay. Of these four characters, based on the game FAQ's user ratings. We're buzzing in? Or you're going to buzz in when you think you know okay. the answer. Okay. Which character would lose the fight? Uh, this is just user ratings on game A- game FAQ's. Um, Bubsy from Bubsy 3D. Daydream and Davey. The Beast from Beauty and Beast, War of the Beast. Or Wolverine from Uncanny X-Men. Based on which game is the lowest rating, is really what you're guessing. Darryl. Johnny. Um, you beat me. I
1: feel like I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to go with the beauty and the beast game. Cuz so, I feel like is that the one y'all covered? It is. Okay. So I'm probably wrong cuz I think that was better than some of those other So
0: ones. <laughs> game, game FAQs uh users can rate games from 1 to 5 with obviously 1 being the worst, 5 being the best. Uh Beauty and the Beast were the beast got a 2.49 out of 5. I feel like it's going to be which is way more than it deserves and it's not the correct answer. Johnny, do you have a guess? I do have a guess. All right. My guess is Bubsy. Bubsy got a 1.54, which is still not the correct answer. Was it Was it Wolverine? Uncanny X-Men was 1.45. That got so I So the it. users agree with us that it's a truly horrific game. I guy. couldn't between the two. <laughs>
1: so does Johnny win because he was closer, or do we roll a dice since seeing one uh, of us I Just roll a dice, you both were wrong. If,
0: in case the <laughs> listeners are wondering, Daydream and Davey's a 2.58? <laughs> Trevor's, Trevor's a vicious ruler, but uh, it's fair. Yeah. Which I agree is a better game than any which, of the others. I mean, what were we thinking? We should have went with the LG. Six. Game. Yeah. so yeah, uh, Six. Who's going to play a bad game? Two. Oh, Johnny. It.
1: It's on uh, I'm not even changing the page. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give you Johnny the Rescue. <laughs> <'cause 88.
3: laughs> that just sounds so awful and wrong. That's how I feel on our show.
0: Here right. we go. Oh, Question man. number six Johnny me. has to play seven games already. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> all
1: right. This is. Y'all are going to have to buzz in on this because okay. there's it's not multiple choice and there's only one correct answer. Nolan Bushnell, the founder of Atari. Mm. Also founded a national restaurant chain. Which Johnny, chain is it? Chuck E. Cheese. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I figured one of you would know that, but there's, I wasn't sure who. It's
3: really choices, unfair. I would have got it. It's but. really unfair. Literally, I've been listening to a podcast uh, called The History of Fun. Nah. and one of the things they talked about was the history of Chuck E. Cheese and I happened to listen to it this past week yep. you have a lot yep. of random podcasts yep. That's
1: Chuck That's- E. Cheese knowledge coming in for the week. Yeah. I need to change the page <laughs> yeah I do okay oh my gosh there's more good ones there oh yep every page is full of treats
3: well Trevor I think just for this show uh, that this one just makes sense for one of us to play, and it's going to be you, blobbuster. Blobbuster. Blob, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> Blob Buster.
0: That's what they call when they run us out of the Chinese buffet. <laughs> yeah,
3: get to, they Bust <laughs> us out of there. Bust us blobs out. All right, so it's my right. Okay, this is the one you got to write down, both All of right. you. And the answer I like the best wins. <clears throat> so it's an, it's an open-ended question. Guys, uh, in this scenario, zombies have eaten your neighbors. What do you do in response to this?
2: Hmm. Hmm. We're beating neighbors.
1: Is that music? Yeah, that's, that's helping. All I can think now is about <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right
3: okay i feel Trevor- like trevor's is
1: gonna be better so maybe i should go first <laughs> that worked out for me last time yeah, go ahead <laughs> mine's simple i'm gonna do the last thing any zombie would expect and i mean i'm gonna eat a zombie for revenge
0: <laughs> <laughs> i said raid the kitchen and go play zombies ate my neighbors
3: Ooh, man this is tough see the the reason I even asked this question is because I legit love that game. Yeah. I've went back and played it several I'll times. Play
0: it with you is the part I didn't write down. Oh, oh well,
3: the
2: triple oh, wins. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I <laughs> wins <that. laughs> All right. Finally.
1: So this is game number five for me. There's some good ones on here.
2: Mm hmm. Mm.
1: Yep. Don't even know what this is supposed to
3: mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, 103 is like really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pick. What's 101 supposed to be? I don't know. I'm going to pick it. Tunny. T-U-N-N-Y. Tunny. Maybe it's like when you have a tunny ache. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to know what it is. You've ate too much candy or
0: played too many bad games, you get a tunny ache. We're probably messing up by picking the ones that sound weird, because they're probably all like puzzle games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Question number seven. Let's get into it. In what episode... Uh, On this one, you can both just guess. Actually, buzz in with your name when you know it, because there's only one correct answer. In what episode... Did I make the statement? I promise we'll do better.
1: Gosh, like how gonna,
0: many of them? It, like uh, first lot. occurrence, There's ninety-nine or? episodes before now. So, just whoever's closest to number. This is the first time I noticed it, but I'm not promising this. So the we should first. both write a number down because it's yeah. going to be who gets closest. Yeah. Neither one of us are going to get this. Whoever example. gets closest. It's the first time I noticed it, but I don't even know if it was the first time because I just happened to hear. It I my, have an answer in my research. All right, All right Johnny, first episode. <laughs> I was going to go that, but I went with number four. Technically, Derek's closest, because I heard it in the Ghostbusters episode, which was oh. number 11. I assume
3: we just said it from the beginning. <laughs> so,
0: almost 90 episodes ago, episodes ago I, pro- I said, I promise we're going to do better. Uh-huh. And we still haven't. <laughs> this episode is proof that it's not true.
3: Right, what am I playing, Derek? <sighs> I'm
1: going to go number 98, Fear Master. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm not even it. sure what to expect. Johnny has a list of games here, I'll be honest with you. <laughs>
0: All right. I right.
3: am very curious about that. one. <laughs>
1: okay again in honor of
0: you
3: uh, should me play hassle because it just sounds really fun maybe you'll
1: win this question and make Trevor play that
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> all right i've I've done the eBay game in in honor of the regular bliss quiz so uh looking back on retro blisss horrible advice when you suggested to wait and buy an NES classic <laughs> later when they're selling everywhere for fifty nine ninety nine <laughs> I searched for sold listings of the NES Classic on eBay. So these are ones that have actually been bought and sold, not okay. people's ridiculous asking prices. And this was recently. Yeah, that was yesterday, and I averaged the last five sold. Mm. What is the average selling price? Do we write down? you making us look Bo- bad. Both of you write a number down. It don't matter if we go over, just the closest. Yeah, just closest. But if the math's hard, I'm just going to pick the one that's lower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was bad advice, by the way. However, I found a SNES Classic uh for regular retail price, so, yeah, so you weren't they
3: re releasing them?
0: They've been trying the SNES Classic they've been pumping out, and you can still find them sometimes. Yeah, they
1: were on, they were cheaper on eBay than the NES Classic, which is the one y'all specifically recommended which people. was cheaper than not the SNES to- Classic yeah. at retail. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Okay, so r- fifty nine ninety nine was the retail price that y'all told people to wait out for. What, yeah. what were your guesses?
3: I can, you want to go first? Yeah, go ahead. I went with one twenty five ninety nine.
0: I went 108 because I know it was a lot at one time, but I feel like they've leveled out a little bit.
1: And Johnny wins; it's Aww. 120. dollars It was actually $119.50.
0: Woo! So, They're going up again. Mercy. I, I,
1: also, uh, just to remind all the listeners that RetroBliss is not a good podcast for investors. Uh, <laughs> y'all, might, y'all, you bought two boxes of the Mario cereal, right? And y'all yeah. ate it on air and reviewed it. We ate, you, we ate mine. I you, think Trevor still has his. You tore open the boxes. Yeah. There's <laughs> now. This isn't a sold price. But there's a box of that cereal on eBay with a listing price of forty five thousand dollars and seventy five dollars shipping. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to sell for that. How much? <laughs> forty five thousand oh,
2: dollars. That's just ignorant. That's just yeah.
1: it's just ignorant, obviously. But
3: side note, it was really good cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: but in, in, instead it was of worth five you, you had two boxes, right? I still have mine. <laughs> So, you only opened one of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, y'all just ripped open both of them and ate out of them. No, he opened the
3: one. That he, we opened the one that, I, that was mine. So, so that he, one's gone. He
1: ruined your investment. Yeah, yeah. my investment's
3: gone, but hey, it's, right. it was delicious. All right. So, I'm picking this one. Uh, Trevor, I feel like this page has a lot of winners on it. Yeah. I mean, number 114 sounds pretty great, but I think I got to go with 116, which is Burbles. Burbles? Burbles. 116 for me. Yeah, burbles. You're playing Burbles.
0: Derek just said something that reminded me of... By the way, I wrote down 10 of these questions I was super proud of that I left my paper like 45 minutes from home. So I had to make my questions again, and Derek just reminded me of what one of my questions was. So thank you.
3: Okay, I'm glad that... That's coming like, up later, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said that on air because that's important. It was. All right, this is mine. Trevor, got to be paying attention. I am. It doesn't look like it. All right, Come that's good me. enough. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, this is a write-down. You both got to write-down. I want to pick the answer I like the best. On episode 42, we played Garfield called in the act. Uh, Mm -hmm. Episode 62, just 20 episodes later, we covered Bubsy 2. Which is the coolest cat and why? We have to write down an answer? Yeah. Which one do you think is the coolest cat and why do you think that cat's the coolest?
1: I'm ready. You can go and read yours. I'll be ready by the time you're done. Garfield because he's not Bubsy. <laughs> All right, Derek. All right, I'm going with Bubsy because he's obviously worthless scum, but he still managed to get more video games made about him than Garfield did.
3: Ooh, these are two very good answers. So I'm going to be a, a cheap son of a gun uh, and make Derek play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make the visitor play. That's that's how it's done. Throw calls, you got the least. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to go with well, number 114 awful rushing. <laughs> awful rushing,
1: awful, awful. Rushing. I have a phone, my review's already written for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is it
0: back to me? It is yep, number yep. eight. So I get to mark out this question. Uh, what now? This one, all right, I'm gonna tell you there's Derek oh, yeah. had to point out I'm talking into the air yes. <laughs> he's the looking directly away from the microphone Trevor's I'm talking. going
3: like this <laughs> way back here
0: so this was a little tricky so I, I'm allowing my own bias um, but you're going to have four choices you can buzz in when you think you know the answer which is the best superhero slash comic book movie game comic book game we've reviewed so far according to my review score okay superhero slash comic book And, I'm eliminating the Turtles games because that would be easy. I was about to buzz in with that already. Obviously it was Turtles 3 then it was Hyperstone Heist. Yeah. (laughs) But not counting those, which do you think is the best according to my score? Is it A, Batman Returns Super Nintendo? Is it B, Batman Forever Super Nintendo? Is it C, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage Sega Genesis? Or D, Biker Mice from Mars Super Nintendo? Mmm, Johnny. Yes, Johnny. It's going to be Biker Mice from Mars. Johnny, that game received a score of 7.5 for me, which was very good, but not the best comic book game we reviewed. Batman Returns, Batman Forever, both on Super Nintendo, or Maximum
1: Carnage, Sega Genesis. I'm probably exactly wrong, but I feel like it was one of the Batman games, but I don't know which one. So I'm going to go with Maximum Carnage instead, since I don't know which Batman game. <laughs> it was one of the Batman games. Dang it. I, I know it
3: which was. one, too. Can I say, even though it's not yeah. it count, it's Returns. Yes. Yeah.
1: Batman Forever
0: is simply one of the most disgusting games I've ever I, played see, in my I, life. I knew it's one awful. of them was bad, so <laughs> yeah. I was afraid to guess it. But Batman Returns is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. So you, neither one of you got it. Roll the dice. I got a ah. six. Ah. So Derek gets Johnny gets another John. game. Ah. Good grief. Uh, for the record, I gave Batman Returns a 7.9 when I was a jerk and wouldn't just give a game an 8. <laughs>
1: yeah, You're
3: very harsh. Um, What's baseball new? <laughs> What's better oh, wow. than that one?
1: This one sounds great. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I want to play that one. I'm giving Johnny number 126, Devildom Doom. Dev- Devil Dom Doom. Devil Dom Doom. It's just fun to say.
3: Devil Dom Doom. <laughs> it sounds like a like a 70s comic book villain.
1: Alright, this is a multiple choice question. Buzz in with your name when you think you have the answer. It's right. kind of long, so be ready. Hold that. I dropped my pen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alright, well, why, yep. why did the original U.S. NES have a front load design with a closable flap for the cartridge slot instead of a top load? A. The designers wanted to prevent dust from getting on the cartridge contacts. B. One of the designers despised the boring box art of the Atari area era and thought it should be hidden from view. C, Nintendo thought NES would sell better if it looked like a VCR. Johnny. Jo- oh. C. I'm trying to say your name. <laughs> C. So that is correct. Yeah. That's what I wanted so, to say. So both yeah. y'all, have y'all, did y'all know that, or is that just making sense? I heard it sense? somewhere. I okay. knew, I know. I've was worked. there another choice? Uh, a D was, the taller US NES cartridges could not be properly supported by the top-loading Famicom design, <laughs> which is just obviously made up. But it's it's, when you think about it, the most annoying thing about NES is trying to get, the games to work properly because the contacts would always wear out and they did that just to make it look like a VCR because the top of never had a problem so (laughs) think of how many uh, NES's have been thrown away because they wanted it to look like a VCR and that's what
0: happened in ours but the thing is it's ridiculous now but Nintendo had to try so hard to convince people they wanted this in their living room because video games had gone down the toilet like video games had a bad name so they're like this is like your VCR. You just want it in your living room. Yeah, the same yeah. reason it was yeah. a
1: computer entertainment system or something instead of... Which is kind of going back to that. I mean, the Switch is kind of like seamless. Um, although it's definitely just a video game system. Yeah, those are really some of the big selling points when the Xbox One was announced. Is it's, it's a living room DVR device. It's not yeah. a game system, which, I mean, I, I'm not buying into that. But. No. All right, Trevor. I'm oh, gonna, my goodness.
3: I want to make you play number 137. Halahoo. Oh, Halahoo.
1: I said it's number one forty
0: two. I'm gonna pick that for somebody. So I gotta pay I gotta pay Hallihoo. Hallehoo. I don't even know what that means.
3: <laughs> all right.
1: It's Tony.
0: My turn. Johnny.
3: Alright, you're both gonna write down your answer. And this does have a real answer, by the way. This is not uh, open ended. Uh, we've like we said before, uh, the Ninja Turtle games are some of our favorites of all time. And the famous theme song for the original Ninja Turtles cartoon, the one that we grew up with. Uh-huh. How many times in that theme song do they sing the term Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Closest to it wins. Unless you make me do some terrible math. And I hate math, so. I'm guessing we have like 10 seconds to answer. Cause yeah, hurry up. He's
0: already I'm, got his. I've already
1: got a number. Closest? All right, I got a number. All right. I've gone with 26, one for every letter of the alphabet. 14. It's got to be more than fourteen.
3: The actual answer is twelve. Wow. Oh wow! What version of Island was The theme song yeah. is not very long. Yeah, uh, they do sing it kind of underneath every verse, but there's not that many verses. So
1: I feel like it ends with it like six times in a row. <laughs> it ends with
3: it like three times in a row. Okay. I actually actually the first time I watched I watched this theme song twice just to count this and make sure I had it right. So the answer is twelve. All right, another one
0: for me. So I have you to got to a play. pick for him. I feel like I should pick Moto Boat because that actually sounds fun. Like we should probably pick some of the ones that sound like action games. I've been nice with my last few picks. He I, I want to do. It. I want to give you Moto Boat. Oh, I kind of.
3: Right. I have to know what Mad is. I know is. that's what I wrote down. <laughs> but I feel like we
0: should have some action games in here.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, I kind of hope it's the puzzle. Who's leading boats.
0: here? It's, actually, see. now uh, it's getting pretty even. Johnny was the most. I have one less than him. and You have one less than me. Okay,
1: so I'm still winning technically, yeah. but I've, I'm slipping here at the end.
3: But we all lose.
0: Why
1: by less? I guess I mean more points, less games. <laughs> so number nine. We're getting towards the end here. <laughs> that doesn't sound good.
0: <laughs> so on this one, I'm going to let you roll dice to decide who gets to go first. Because it's an advantage to go first. Okay. So go ahead. All
3: right. One. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Three you're terrible. Roll. Five. How can you be terrible at rolling dice? I don't That's know. What know somehow
0: hurry. we are. <laughs> so Johnny's going to get to go first. How, Johnny, do you properly
3: uh-huh. pronounce
0: the species that Knuckles is? Oh, no, damn problem. <laughs> Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog, how yes. do you pronounce the
3: species? I know we pronounced it way wrong. Thanks to Michael Thompson for bringing yeah. this back to my attention. Oh, man, I saw that question, too. Oh, my God. And I looked it up and made it a question. <laughs> Is it Ikata? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> can you say that again? Ikata? Ikata, okay. Beric? Yeah. <laughs> Write that down I don't to do you can. I <laughs> don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just like, going say why he did You're probably in good shape. Say <laughs> now,
1: All I can think is what he said. It's going through my head. I can't get it out.
0: Knuckle species. It's
1: a real animal. Now I don't even remember what he said. It's it's gotten inside my head. <laughs> he has some of the letters right. Knuckles. So. <laughs> the echidna
3: no nah, that's way closer that's really
2: close that sounds way better
0: at one place I heard it said Echidna another place was Echidna uh-huh.
1: okay. but either way Derek's way closer than it. <laughs> hey mine's
3: <hey, that's, laughs> not too far off to be fair,
1: Donnie, Donnie sounds Yours like sounds delicious I was gonna say it sounds like something delicious off the Taco Bell menu oh man wow <laughs> well, what
0: am I gonna play what's <laughs> a polar bat <laughs>
1: What's a rural oh, goblin? Uh, yep, I'm giving, I'm giving Johnny number 148, the rural goblin. <laughs> All one word, rural goblin.
0: <laughs> Johnny still has the most games to play. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh,
1: Derek? All right. According to GameRankings.com... Are we buzzing in? Uh, Yeah, well... Or write it down? Write it down, because okay. I'm curious what both your answers are. You, so you might have to roll a dice if you both get it right. According to GameRankings.com... Of games with at least five professional reviews, what is the top-rated PS1 game of all time? And it's multiple choice Ooh. here. A, Gran Turismo... We're not buzzing in. No, just write no. your answer down, because I'm curious what both of you think. A, Gran Turismo, B, Tekken 3, C, Metal Gear Solid, D, Final Fantasy Seven or E, Wipeout XL? I'm going with my gut, but because you made the question, I
0: feel my gut's wrong. I went with Metal Gear Solid...
3: I went with uh, Gran Turismo
1: you're both wrong it was Tekken 3 ah that was my gut because it was on there I, I definitely don't agree with I mean I'm sure it's a great game I remember loving Tekken yeah. on the PlayStation 1 rolling. but and wow. Wipeout XL the three, was the third rated game
3: oh, so I guess I lose again goodness gracious wow well Johnny you got your wish Mad <laughs> Xmas
1: alright All right. Mad Xmas fair enough
3: <laughs> this is a buzz in uh, there's no multiple choice so whenever you just think you know it actually you know what write it down <laughs> write it down alright okay. yep DuckTales, a game we covered actually yeah. not too long ago.
0: Yeah, go check out our old episodes that we're mentioning.
3: Sold very well for Capcom. Mm-hmm. However, it's not the top-selling retro Capcom game of all time. What game is that? For
1: any system y'all cover basically? Retro
3: right, game? Right, yes.
1: Do we get choices? No, I just said that. Did
0: you say top-selling Disney Capcom game?
3: No, Capcom. Just game. Capcom game, period. Just Capcom. Wow,
1: I mean that's Mega Man I do oh, wow. Ghosts and Goblins
3: that's as of uh, like it's, I can't remember exactly when the year was, but it's definitely closer it's, to yeah. this year than any time else
0: oh gosh that's uh, tough
3: that is tough I'm, I'm thinking some of the best ones
0: but I don't know if they were the really top selling oh oh okay alright I have my guess uh. how specific do we have to be do we have to name the system no just a okay. game just a title I have mine when Derek's ready
1: Okay, I'm ready. Street Fighter 2. That's what I... That's
3: so what you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's also the correct answer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> let so roll the dice. roll the
0: dice. Street Fighter 2, their top selling game. Come on. Oh. Yes. Let's see I lost here. by one.
1: Three to four. I was nice last time. We've got to see what some of these other
3: ones are. We haven't seen some of these pages yet. That's true. Yeah,
1: we've only got a couple questions left. So we need to go to all the pages. <laughs> Hasn't Warrior been on here before already? I think I've seen Warrior twice. I'm sure they're different. <laughs> what? Got...
0: What's that? Aether cruiser? Aim cruiser? Animal contest.
1: 168 is just contest. 164 is animal contest.
3: Uh, how did you not pick 167? Did you see what it what was? Is it? <laughs> it was uh... It's probably
0: one I'm going wanting to pick. <laughs> uh, actually, I saw
1: one here I wanted to do. Small dinosaur. 155 Small Dinosaur
3: I got a feeling That's not a good game (laughs) Alright so
1: Trevor's question
0: Last question for Trevor So my last question was This is a thrill question But I was
1: simply Going to say Let's get Into it Into it The first one Answer me would have won Oh
0: okay (laughs) But Derek helped me Remember my real question
1: So I would have won If I didn't remind you Yep Good job
0: This is a depressing Question for me We covered (laughs) The game Monster in my pocket For the Nintendo Entertainment System We both liked it a lot, Yeah, a game from our childhood. Uh, Managed to keep my game in really great shape for all those years. As soon as we finished recording and Johnny went home, I took the game out of the system, dropped it on the concrete floor, and broke it. Oh. (laughs) I didn't know this. It still works, but it's just sad because the plastic shells broke. Yeah. Um, That's a retro bliss casualty. It really is. Like, of all the games I could have dropped, it made me mad. So I just happened to look up because I hate my life. <laughs> what is the cheapest cartridge only buy it now currently on eBay for this game? I'm
3: assuming right now the
0: closest without going over. So cheapest buy it now without going over. That's important. The cheapest buy it now currently for the cartridge only, or at least of yesterday when I looked. Without going over, this is a game I dropped and broke, so you know my fate and luck.
3: Yeah, Derek, what's your guess?
0: I guess forty four dollars.
3: Oh my gosh! What?
0: I guess forty five. Well, you. They, that's the price. Your price is right to me. you,
3: one, what to, you $1, $1 over? However,
0: I said without going over, the correct answer was $40. Oh, oh okay, so So roll the dice. Oh, okay.
3: That was going to give it to you. <laughs> Six. Oh, my oh, gosh. Finally, Derek I'm dropping
0: one.
1: behind. No, Trevor just took the lead. Oh, I did, yes.
0: <sighs> All right. So, yeah, $40 game. I dropped and broke like a dummy because I was carrying two things at once and that's too much for me. <laughs>
3: what the? What? Okay, I think i got to go with 172. I thought that goes with the one that Derek gave you earlier. <laughs> 172 Dejectile. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Dejectile. <laughs> 172. All right. 171 was the other one I almost picked. So as of right
0: now, I have the lead by having the fewest games to play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what Johnny yeah. is mathematically the loser here, I, yeah, I can Yeah, I can't get any worse. Yep. <laughs>
3: that's good to know.
1: <laughs> All right, so number 10
3: you both gonna. <laughs> it's good to have a lose your even mathematics. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and English wise, we definitely both lost. Yeah. All right. So you're both gonna write down an answer here, and closest okay. one wins. The NES action set came with the control deck, two game controllers, the Zapper, and the Super Mario Brothers slash Duck Hunt combo cart. In November 1988, it retailed for 149.99. That was when it released. Mm-hmm in 2018 dollars adjusted for inflation how much would that cost you now if you went to buy it mm. so it was $150 in 88 hmm. there's smoke coming out over here and it don't matter if we go over no, closest doesn't matter if you go over
3: mm. okay I wrote an answer down twice so I won't be mad if I was right the first time Right. I said $324. I said 275
1: I should have said without going over because Trevor just went over. It was $316. Oh. Uh, and I really needed Trevor to get that wrong. Yeah. So I could tie. It's but, up. oh man, I like
0: 176, but I'm going to look at the rest because we're so close to the end.
2: <laughs>
0: Fish story. sling ball. <laughs> oh, so many good ones. Ghost Castle. Final Blood just sounds amazing. Remember, 188 just sounds horrible.
1: Yeah. A little well, I would definitely I was lose. IQ champion for those
3: listeners at home. There's no way I would beat it.
0: Magic. Magic. All what? right. I want to go back to the one that I was just looking at. The controller's already not working great. Uh, what one of those? It was not those. It was this page. You, Johnny, are going to play Fated Pirate.
3: <laughs> Fated Pirate. Okay. All right. So I have the last question. Are we ready? Ready. <coughs> as I'll yep. ever be. You gotta buzz in. Uh oh. <coughs> I gotta cough. <coughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Alright. I wouldn't be bliss without that. Are you done? Yep. <coughs> okay. You gotta buzz in. There's no choices. You just gotta oh, give gosh. your answer. <coughs> the apocalypse has hit. There are ghosts and goblins everywhere. Monsters are everywhere. There are even some monsters in my pocket. Not just Frankenstein and Dracula, there are gremlins too. What game that we covered during our 2017 Halloween Spooky Game Month was not just referenced? Trevor,
0: I didn't remember we did both those in that episode. Oh, Resident Evil Code
1: Veronica.
3: Derek, because he's not right.
1: I
0: must be thinking did the you wrong
3: special?
1: <laughs> did you reference Castlevania anywhere in there?
2: Drake? I don't did think Drake I understood the question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you say what the question itself is again? Basically, he referenced all the games you covered. I in wrote, the a, little month. I wrote uh-huh. a little story. I wrote a little
2: story.
3: And a lot of these games that we covered for the spooky month were involved in this. Oh, spooky month, yes. Retro Scare Month. Yeah. Which game did was not mentioned? Correct, is what I was trying to ask.
1: Yeah. You want me to read it again? Well, I already buzzed in. Did you buzz in, Derek? Yeah, I said something, but I, know, I don't think I was right. All right, give
3: us another chance. <laughs> Well, you both lost. You might as well just roll the all dice. All right, fine. And the answer was, all oh, real monsters.
0: Oh. See, I, I forgot about our spooky month. I was doing that. We did this stupid so Dreamcast episode where we just covered two Did y'all games. not even cover
3: Castlevania, or did you reference we've it We
0: covered
1: it. But, but it wasn't in spooky it month. It wasn't in spooky month. Okay. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so Trevor is the winner. Derek, you're going mowing. All right. Number 199, mowing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. So uh, we've got all our games ready. We're going to go play those right now. And in the meantime... Why don't you guys just enjoy this amazing commercial? Trevor, let's send them to commercial. All right, you've been sent. I was in the middle of the best game of my life. I just passed my high score and still had two lives left, and then the lights, TV, everything just stopped. My game was lost. I never thought the power company would do this to me. I have pain and suffering. If you've been injured, call us. But keep in mind, you need to
1: really be injured.
3: Uh, That was a great commercial, Trevor. It was. Derek, was that a great commercial?
1: I agree, even though you didn't ask me.
3: That's right. I did. I just asked you. Well, the second time. Okay. We've gone through a lot since that commercial, though. We have. I'm trying to muster up energy, but it's tough after what we've witnessed and been through.
0: I didn't even look to see how long we were playing. Forever. A long Um, time? Forever.
3: But let's not uh, project our opinions yet. So we've... Since uh, the commercial, would have played all those games and within that 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, we're quick. Yeah, because that's how TV <clears> and <throat> podcasts work. So I guess let's, like, Retro Bliss, let's just get into it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And if we sound defeated, it's because we truly are. Yep. <clears throat> right. Took a little bit of wind out of our sails. All right, game number one. I played it, and it was called Police Dog Lacy, L-A-S-Y. It was a repetitive memory type game. You're a dog, and you're trying to remember where all the criminal had hidden all the good stuff. You just don't want to get the bomb. Everything else, you're trying to sniff out and get. Literally it. That's all you ever do. Graphically, it was fine. It reminds you of an old Nintendo game, but there's only ever one screen always. Uh, My note for this was it's beyond boring, and I gave it a two and a half. (laughs) Uh, I said the, the music is
0: bad, and the dog blows up when you get the dynamite. That was the highlight. I gave it a 2 out of 10.
1: I, I gave it a 1 out of 10, but in my notes I put that it's already better than anything that was on the At Games collection. Yeah, yes. So let's go ahead and just say that yeah. real quick.
3: The last time we did this, which wasn't that long ago, no. the At Game collection on that Sega Genesis I had, all the games we played today are head and shoulders above it.
0: <laughs> just, just You can just look at them and tell yeah. this is a different caliber. Yeah. So take the numbers in, in that context. These are universally better
1: than what we played on yes. that thing. A, a one today would be better than a three or four we handed out at that game. W- Games. A
3: one today yeah. would be, like, the best game on that Games. <laughs> which is saying something, because this thing was
0: an $8 little thing straight yeah. from China, and the other one was a losses by Sega. And That's right. They so, still haven't
1: <laughs> gone as far to say it's retro bliss approved yet. Yeah, you have to wait on. Hold, yeah, hang on the find Islands. out. Right,
0: next up. So he played the next one. There, I there.
1: played uh, Seaport Garl, <laughs> 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 which we don't know what it's supposed to be. Maybe Guard. But it's a, it's a game where you're a tank on a little dock and you uh, move your tank around and you're trying to blow up gun turrets on a boat. Uh, there's little walls you can hide behind, but it's kind of pointless because there's there's three guns on the boat and the center gun can shoot through any of the walls. So there's the walls kind of deflect some of the bullets, but not all of them, so it makes the whole game pointless. Uh, the controls are pretty terrible. You just move the tank around and try to blow up the, the boat. So we did that once and thought, okay, maybe the second level will be better. And then we did it again and thought the third level would be better. And it never got any better. <laughs> um, yeah, it's we're off to a rough start already. <laughs> what'd you give it? I, I gave it a zero point five. Oh,
3: what'd you give it, Ooh. Trevor?
1: Which I, mainly that was because the the music was so terrible, I just couldn't take it anymore.
3: Yeah. Um. Well,
0: I said I did write down a quote. You said you said this thing controls like a turd, <laughs> um, <laughs> which
1: means not well.
0: <laughs> what I said though, that it's actually. Like a boss battle from a better game. Like Jackal, if you ever played that game, I know Derek has. Yeah. It's like a boss battle from that game, but that's all it is. I did give it a 2.5 because it's an action game, and I didn't think the controls were maybe as bad. But if this were released as a full-fledged NES game, it would still be, like, bad. Two and a half out of ten.
3: Yeah. Um, Okay, so I didn't have to play this game.
2: Mm.
3: I just watched it. And watching it, I just felt like maybe this isn't as bad as Derek was making it. Even though it probably was. But that's how I had it in my head, because graphically it looked fine. I mean, it was colorful enough. Uh, and I kind of wanted to try it until he kept saying how it controlled. Yeah. And then I realized that it probably isn't near as good as I think. Uh, I Originally, in my head, I was going to give it a four. But then I felt that yeah, was way too high. That's a little generous. That's so just barely blow average. Yeah. So I'm going to go two and a half.
1: Yeah, I, what Trevor said is spot on. Like, this is feels like... Uh, an in decent NES game like a a mid-level boss not the end level boss it's not that it's not that yeah. advanced there's not right. that many patterns to it but like a mid-level boss which was always the worst part of those games cuz it was just meant to kill you off yeah. and to distract from having fun of actually going through the level
0: yeah this this it's 200 games in one but I'm still reviewing these cuz it says 200 games it doesn't say 200 mini games right so I'm reviewing these like it's 200 8-bit games and so yeah
3: all right next up was Strong PJCC or Strong Pill or Strongly Pill. We saw all those titles yeah, in this so game. D-
1: depending on what menu you were in, it it was either one of those three.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, so I played this. It was a puzzle game. Uh I'm trying to remember what's the best way to describe this game. I said that it's like a it's like the pushing block puzzles yeah. from maybe Zelda or something. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> it, it worked fine, but it was very tedious. Mm-hmm. Uh I would never call it fun. It wasn't fun. And the controls were iffy at best. So I gave it a three. Can we mention right quick, all the controls for this thing, we mentioned it's a
1: little
0: square box that holds all the games, and you've got a little joystick and an A and B button and a start and a reset button, and that's it. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's maybe
1: slightly, it's thicker than a box of Tic Tacs, but about the same length as a box of Tic Tacs. And you've got A, B, start, reset, and a joystick, all on that. If
3: you stack up two boxes of Tic Tacs. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's about what it is. All right, next up. I I wrote down that it
1: just has the only... The good thing about it... Well, I mean, not the only good thing, but it has an excellent music riff.
3: I did so, say that. I did mm-hmm. say this had the best music so far. But yeah,
1: of the games we've played so far, yeah. it was definitely the best music. I said
0: it has a grooving music, and I said it has a worthless help menu, but I gave it a 3 <laughs> out of 10 because I think it works as a simple puzzle game
1: I it a, a very basic level. I gave it a 2. I guess I'm being a little harder <laughs> on them, but and it, the thing is, yeah. it's not like for the... It's sort of the same thing as Seaport Grawl. It's... Or Garl, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's as... One little part of a Zelda dungeon, it would be perfectly fine. But yeah. that's all the game is. I'm just, I'm trying to think in my
0: head if this game were just an NES game we had never heard of when we plugged it in, and we gave it a three out of ten, that would be very much not approved, right. but not horrific. And I think that's how I feel about it. Yeah. So. All right. Next up, oh, the next one was mine. Uh, through man or throw man, throw man, through man, through man. So this guy, I'm going to call him Jetpack Butts. Because he has a jetpack coming out of his butt. It's a side-scrolling shooter, uh, like um, R-Type or something. And then it has a second part that's almost 3D, like early 3D effect. Yeah, yeah
1: it's like an isometric view. Of-
0: like the tunnel in Contra, for example. The yeah. first Contra. Um, but the problem is, I was I was kind of excited at first, but it repeats those two parts over and over and over, and there's nothing new. Yeah. So those There's basically two levels just that keep repeating.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this game had the, the highest standards once we started it. Because on the menu, the, the main character looks kind of cool. It has an Astro Boy look to him. Yeah. And then right, right away, it's a side-scrolling R-Type shooter, which is a big shock from what we're expecting from oh, yeah. from Lazy Dog and Seaport Grawl. It actually looks like a game. Lazy and then, Dog. Lazy Dog. Sorry, to, sorry to <laughs> and then correct you there. And then the enemies start coming onto the screen. And yeah. the first four enemies are just pigeons. Or, pigeons. Ordinary pigeons. I, literally, I have a
3: quote from you, Derek, and I want to quote it. During this game, you go, And I'm quoting here. Is that a floating baby over there?
1: (laughs) Yep. That's that's the second enemy is a baby that jumps up off the ground and kills you if it touches you. And you get 10 points if you shoot the baby.
0: (laughs) And the third and final enemy type is the boxing glove that comes out of the ground. Yeah. And that's it. Then you get the exit and you do the 3D tunnel. Then you repeat it. I said this game makes my fingers hurt. It's the definition of repetitive. I wanted to like it so much more, but I had to go with a 2 out of 10 because it's just pointless in the end.
1: Yeah, it's... It was like writing a synopsis for a really good movie and then never making the movie. Just watching the synopsis for an hour and a half. What'd you give it? Trevor? A two out of ten. Oh, yeah. I you. Oh, I, <laughs> I forgot to write down a score, but... Just make one, I, I think I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to go with two. Because what was there was actually not fairly terrible, decent, yeah. but
3: it's just there was okay. not much there. I'm going to admit that this game's not good. Mm-hmm. However... My scores is based solely on the point that I heard Derek ask if that was a floating baby over there. <laughs> which is not a question you hear very often. It is true. And because he asked that, I gave this a three.
0: I go with that. What was there was fun. It just barely qualifies as a yeah. minigame. All right. Yep.
3: Next up, I played... Uh, just like Retro Bliss barely qualifies as a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Sticks and stones, Derek. Yeah. Sticks and stones. But your words are true. Let our fans mock us. You don't have to. Because <laughs> yeah. it's coming. <laughs> all right so uh next up is i got the pleasure of playing toad in a in the hole which is a bad medical condition yeah toad in the <laughs> hole i came to you and said i had a toad at all Trevor. uh how would i get that out
2: <laughs> well <laughs> just tell us about
3: the game right, the <laughs> game i'll tell you i can i can just tell you how easy it is it's just whack-a-mole that's but it. there's no toads. Nope. Um, I don't know if those are moles. And for some reason, when it's telling you your scores, it's mi- it's mice. <laughs> so it's called toad in the hole. Yeah. You're whacking moles.
0: Yeah. And then when it shows you the score for how many moles you whacked, they turn into mice. Yes. Very confusing.
3: There's a lot of magic going on. But it's literally
0: there. just whack-a-mole with green beans freaking out everywhere. Yes. That's the best part. Yeah. green beans are like freaking out all over the screen.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's literally it. Uh, this is pretty horrible. It's uh-huh. very bare bones. Um, I gave it a one, and that's just because it was there, and it, graphically, it looked okay graphically. I also gave it a one, it's just, it's terrible.
1: I I gave it a zero, because <laughs> if, if people want to play Whack-A-Mole, they want to play Whack-A-Mole, they don't want to play it on the screen. Yeah. Even the best Whack-A-Mole game in the world is going to be pretty terrible, and this isn't the best whack-a-mole game in the world.
0: <laughs> no. This reminded me of that At Games thing, Yeah, this which gets...
1: had like eight versions of whack-a-mole.
0: Yeah, on
3: this it. is getting close. Yeah, it's yeah. getting I'm, close. I'm,
1: I'm pretty sure I made Johnny... I'm the one that picked this game. Yep. And if I pick something because it has toads in it, I expect to see a toad. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't <laughs> disappoint me like that. There's
0: <laughs> no toads and no hoes. No toads <laughs> or holes.
3: No toads and hoes. <laughs> uh
0: This
1: next one has a great name, though I'm sure it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Fish I, War. Yep, I had to play that one. So... We couldn't really tell what was going on. It looked like each fish was suspended by either a hand or a jellyfish. <laughs> Some, something was dangling above yeah. them. And the whole point of the game is you have to float and sink your fish and try to land on top of the other fish to pop their jellyfish. That's a lot of fish in one sentence.
3: But it's all true.
1: So when when you pop the jellyfish, it's just one screen. You're moving around on the screen trying to pop the jellyfish. And then a bubble appears like the fish can't breathe. And when you pop that bubble, it kills it. And you've got to eliminate all the fish on the screen. So it assumes that fish can't swim without a jellyfish and fish can't breathe underwater, which I don't think are either true about fish. But
0: <laughs> It's like the fish can't swim. I mean, yeah. they immediately sink and die if you stop pressing the button. It's really or, or if you
1: pop the jellyfish.
0: Uh, I said that it's um, the fish drown, which is dumb. But at least the levels do change when you progress. Yeah,
1: The levels change, but there's... There's what looks like seaweed in the background of a level, but the collision detection is so bad. Sometimes you run into the seaweed and it stops you, and sometimes you just go right through it. So it's just frustrating to move around. And mm-hmm. some of the, your fish is a pink little fish, and some of the enemies are the same exact color pink. So if you look away from the screen for a second, you don't even know which one you are when you look back.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I gave I gave it a one. What'd you give it, Trevor? One point five. I gave it a 2, and it's purely because those green onion octopuses looked awesome.
2: <laughs> oh okay, yeah. yeah, there was an octopus in the middle of the yeah. screen
1: that shot little diamonds out. And we weren't sure at first if you're supposed to pick up the diamonds or not. But after about 20 minutes of me trying to actually pick one up, it killed me when I got it.
0: The charm in this game, and practically every other game we played, is leagues above
1: that games that we played.
3: Yeah. Like, there's just charm. <laughs> a little bit. Some so, yeah. of it's very strange to him, but yeah, you know, it's,
1: I think It's it's kind of a uh, recurring theme that we talked about that these are, they look like NES games, but they play like first generation Atari games. Like that's, yes, that's yes. the depth of them is an Atari game, but the graphics of them are NES games. Which throws you off a little bit. You don't want to think about it.
0: All right. Next up. Oh, this was mine, Nutcracky. Nutcracky. So this game, I think of all the ones we played so far, had the most potential uh, because you play as a Nutcracker. And there's boxes of bullets sitting around, and you have to pick them up, but you can only load one bullet at a time, and you shoot these toys coming at you, um, so you can save the princess. But it's kind of cool, because you got to be a little strategic how you move to the box of ammo, so you can shoot the dude, and then get over to the princess without getting touched. But it's completely broken by the worst collision detection I've ever seen in a game. You can be... Several character widths away from the enemy, and you, you die.
1: Yeah. Uh, or the little black holes that you fell in when you were yeah. really about a third of the screen away from it.
0: It could have a cool little minigame, basically, if it wasn't for the horrible collision detection. Um, I'm going to give you my score, a 2 out of 10, because I think I have more potential, but mostly wasted.
3: I, I originally gave this a 3, yeah. but the name of it is Nutcracky. And yeah. because of the name alone I knocked it up to a 4. Wow. Wow. Not cracky comedy, uh,
0: will get you places. If the cliché detection was average, I would have given this game a 4 because it was actually kind of fun to be honest
1: with you. Yeah. But I gave it a two, and I think most of that is for the name, Nutcracky. And also because seeing Trevor be so frustrated that the collision detection was yes. worth, that was worth yes. the price of admission. Yeah. I
0: think that's the other reason I bought up a little it bit. It was just fun enough to get frustrated when you die yeah. when you shouldn't have.
1: Yeah, because you, you thought there was going to be something there, and then just yeah. the collision detection killed it.
3: All right, so next up, we have a disclaimer to say first. The game was a SART. Can I get my comment first? Yeah. This is going to make me look worse.
0: Okay. So, I said it's a butt of a game.
3: Okay. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Derek looked it up. This is a real word. We're so we just, look stupid. <laughs> we're all we're a couple of uh, assarts here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember what it was? It's something to do with yeah, it's, land. It's
1: basically turning a forest into farmable land. Which it's, is kind of what this game was. If you assart some land, you've you converted it. Into, <laughs> Instead,
3: we're a couple of assarts here, standing here, playing this game. Now, it's technically a puzzle game. You're just trying to do that, exactly what he just said. You're trying to change the land into farmable land, pretty much. Uh and there's rocks every once in a while. You yeah, it's it's it.
1: kind of like the worm game. You can't double back on yourself. Once yeah. you've converted something to a, a farmland, you can't step back <clears> on <throat> it again and, and step on your crops. And then there'll be rocks in the way. And three times per yeah. level, you can break the rock and go through it. That's right.
3: Uh, I wrote, my notes are puzzle game. Uh, it's not very fun overall. <laughs> it technically works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the, <laughs> and for some reason, if you get to the end... There's a noise that it makes. It sounds exactly like when you leave your car door open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That beeping noise it that just you a, get. A, a oh, yeah. And it just kept going and going until you made it stop. Uh, I gave this a two and a half. Uh,
0: I also gave it a two and a half. And it wasn't very fun, but I kind of liked the mining theme. Yeah. like you're like a miner, and I like I kind of like, I like the way it looked. I just wish the game was a little more exciting.
2: Right,
1: but yeah, I, I feel like this would have been a really good competitor for Minesweeper on like Windows ninety five. Like yeah. if, if those were your two options to play, I think you'd have a assert nine times out of ten. <laughs>
3: so
1: I gave it a, a one and a half. All right, next up, <laughs> that's me again with frantic fishing, which is. For the first time, actually exactly as advertised. Uh, <laughs> well, except for the frantic part, maybe. Yes. Yeah, the so opposite of that. It's just a one-screen game where you're standing up on, on the top of the screen, and you you have your fishing pole and drop it into the water, where there's a bunch of eyes in the water below you. You have a choice of, I think it was a worm, a chicken leg, a diamond. Crab. And a crab. You could, you this could guy's pick, a terrible fisherman. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could pick which you wanted to put on your line, and then drop it into the water and dangle it in front of some eyes until they bit. I wrote down a quote that you said while playing this, and you said, yeah, there's no game here.
0: I wrote down
3: that the same quote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it really, I mean, yeah. you, you drop the line in the water, and the eye, you put it in front of the eyes, and they bite, and then you, you push up, and you reel it in every time. It's There's no,
0: it's like, you know. It's
3: as boring as it is watching somebody fish. Yeah. For those who played Zelda Ocarina of
0: Time, which we could have covered today instead of this. <laughs> yeah, we could have. That game, there's a mini game where you're fishing in that. It's a billion times better than this whole game.
1: I mean, yeah. I would, have Zelda, but, you know. Yeah. I, I love that fishing game in the Ocarina of Time, but this wasn't a game. The, but there was one one surprise, one yeah. good surprise. Uh, didn't you have... Did you, uh, yeah, uh,
0: I said it's um that uh there's a fun... Your character is kind of a chibi-looking character. He's pretty fun-looking. Uh, but the surprise I think you're talk, talking about is the topless mermaid.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you got to go through the progression. First, you catch a little little small guppy fish. Then you step it up to a bigger fish. And then once you've caught your limit of those, then you get to catch a topless mermaid.
3: That's right. Yep. And we're men here, and we really enjoyed that part. <laughs> Don't get too excited. It's... We tried to pause it, and it wouldn't let us. <laughs> it might as well not yeah. be a topless mermaid. Tre- Trevor did but... want a
1: picture for later, and yeah. but we couldn't pause the game to get one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, I did write
0: it's the most charming game we played so far, but there's absolutely zero challenge. There's a timer at the bottom of the screen, but it's always at zero. It never yeah. counts down. Yeah. There's zero challenge, zero way to lose. Um, so it's barely. I don't even know if it's. It's actually not a game if you think about it. Yeah, it's really not.
1: Like if they had just that made it, what
3: that was his quote. There yeah, is no a game, game. If they had just yeah.
1: made it where like you have to tap a like with a rhythm to reel in the fish, and sometimes it gets away, and sometimes it doesn't. Like that would have been a game. That it wouldn't have been a fun game, but it would have been a game. And it's yeah. not. If I yeah, if
0: I could get deep here for a minute. Deep's uh, not the right word. The new Mario game, Mario Odyssey on the Switch. I'm, I'm first, curious where you're going with this. Well, at first I wasn't sure what a. F- There's very little penalty for dying in that game. Like, very little penalty. And at first, like, I don't know what to think about that. Mario's supposed to be challenging. And then I realized they took away that penalty for dying because they want you to be brave and explore things you would never normally do. So there's challenge, but it's a totally different kind of challenge. There's still decisions to make. If a game has no decisions to make and no challenge, to me, it's not even a game.
3: Yeah, but this does have something over any Mario game, and that, of course, is the Topless Mermaid, mermaid, which is the only reason they got a three and a half for me. Holy cow. (laughs) There's a Topless Mermaid. I gave it a two out of ten for the Topless Mermaid.
1: (laughs) I played it, and I gave it a 0.5, so trust me.
3: I I don't know why I gave it a two, even. Even with the Topless Mermaid? You couldn't be swayed?
1: (laughs) That's how I got the (laughs) .5. All right,
3: next Uh,
0: up. Oh, this was me, and I hated this one so much that I don't even remember what it was. But it's called utmost Warfare. I put that it has awful repetitive music and it's the worst kind of sh- shooter imaginable. So, yeah.
1: Imagine like Centipede. You're, oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. A, a spaceship at the bottom of the screen and there's enemies coming down at you. But instead of Centipede where it follows a rhythm and you can actually hit it, it just throws all right. the junk yeah. at you at once. It's really random there's, too. And there's so much stuff in the background that doesn't hit you but you can't tell if it does or not. So you just have to dodge it all. I think Trevor died about seven times in ten seconds. It was awful.
0: Yeah. And I, I love shooters, so I almost, I almost would rather just have another stupid whack-a-mole game than a shooter that's just broken. I don't and,
1: know.
3: I don't know. It's tough.
0: And
1: it was yeah, literally, it tough when Trevor call. said the music was bad, It's there was three seconds worth of music, a three-second riff, and it looped over and over and yes. over and over. There so was,
3: any, any three uh, seconds of any music, no matter if it's music you love, if you just repeated that three seconds over and over and over again, you will hate it.
0: <laughs> and this one, I gave it a one out of ten. But it's like Derek said earlier. You look at it and it looks like NES graphics and not even a bad NES game. And then you play it and there's just nothing there. So, yeah, like it's it, like it throws you off a little bit. kind of like
1: Asteroids in a way, gameplay-wise. Yeah, except of, worse except because, not because good, it's not yeah. possible.
3: I gave it a 1 out of 10 as well.
1: I gave it a 0.0. 0 which, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I
3: wasn't alone to think this was one of the worst no,
1: we I mean, I, yeah. Even if the game was good <laughs> with the music, it would have killed it.
3: All right, so we're going to get a bump up in quality here. Because I got to play Dark Castle, not to Sega Genesis
0: Classic. in no, this, marks. Is,
3: this is this is its own beast. Yes, <laughs> uh, this is kind of this is technically a maze game. You're a knight, mm-hmm. and there's dragons afoot, and you got to get these little what would you call those things? Like, they're just balls bouncing, balls, bouncing balls, bouncing balls that make it where you can kill the dragons for some reason, and then it moves on. And the levels do change. We do know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the thing that really hurts us. I was telling you guys this. If the controls were better, because these controls were just horrendously awful. They were terrible. If they'd fix those, this would be, at the very least, a fun little mini game you could play for a little bit.
1: Yeah, and when I played this, I took it over from Johnny just to experience it. Like, I thought maybe the controls were so bad because of this tiny little tic tac Pack controller. But we played some other games that it didn't seem to hinder it. So it's just the game itself was this this yeah. bad on controls. And, yeah. and you're a knight. And you've got two buttons on the controller, yes. but you can't swing a sword or anything like that. I you don't got,
3: think the buttons even do anything. No, the buttons did not do like anything. That. You yeah. just
1: you touch these bouncing red balls, and you start flashing, yeah. and then you just run into the dragon, and it That's dies. That's right.
3: You just pull your pants down. <laughs> the <laughs> So really,
0: this game could have been called Kill the Dragon if you have the balls for it. Yeah. Because you got to run to the balls, and you kill the dragon. Clever. Um, but the whole game looks like it's a night vision. It's green. Yeah. It's all green. Yeah. But I kind of, i got to be honest, I like the way this game looked more than any other way we played to this point. Like, it wouldn't even fit on the NES because people would be like, why is it all green? I don't know why they decided to make everything green, but I kind of, it was charming to me. Yeah. Um, but I, the second I, level, I didn't all like as much as the first. Yeah, yeah the second changed. level was like yeah.
1: Donkey Kong layout, like vertical layout like that. But yeah, then you different. were you were chasing angels instead of a dragon and they were just... It yeah, bad. it was a mess. And you had to catch a balloon instead of bouncing balls. And so if you take the bouncing balls out of it, we're out. And this
3: whole time, the maze is constantly changing, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, I
3: gave this a four. Well... I felt like it... And it's probably way more on potential than anything else. Yeah.
1: yeah I gave it a two, and I think it's the same thing. Because I think actually playing it, it would be extremely frustrating. But there was actually the premise of a good game here.
0: I met you out in the middle with a three. And to be honest, for me, it's totally based on how that first level looks. Like, I would actually have that as a poster. I just think it looks cool. And even if it's a broken, terrible game, to have it look cool enough that I would want it as a poster in the room, in the basement here, is way above anything we can say about all the app games we yeah. played.
3: I was telling you guys, this would have been like a really good if they had fixed the controls Atari game. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up. Oh, that was me. Rabbit Village. All one word. <laughs> I'm just going to say, this game was
0: charming. Like, um, spoiler alert, it's still not very good, but you play as the quicks Rabbit. <laughs> Pretty much. Or it's the Nestle. The Quicks. Am I going mm-hmm. crazy?
3: Or I thought you were trying to say tricks?
0: No, not the trick rabbit. Is is it the Nest rabbit? Nesquick. Nesquick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you play as he looks like the Nesquick rabbit, and you're lowering this basket into these burning buildings to save your little rabbit buddies. Yeah. But there's like dive bombers dropping missiles above you. For, for, for some,
3: go, go ahead. Because they're I don't. Why well, I'm trying to figure out why they're wanting to stop you from saving these rabbits. <laughs> I don't know because they're not so. only dropping missiles, they're dropping like predators too. Yeah, like wolves. Yeah. yeah.
1: It it looked like a hippo's head riding a jet that was yes. dropping bombs on you. I, I was trying yeah. to figure. It's like the Battle of Britain with hippos versus rabbits, <laughs> and I couldn't quite figure out what was going on.
0: This one was super charming, but un, you know, I played it about three or four minutes, and I realized it still barely qualifies as a mini game, which is a shame because it's really cool looking. You know what? This is a theme. A lot of these games look better than they needed to for how much gameplay
1: is there. Yeah, yeah. you're taking right. you're taking very early Atari game and putting decent graphics with it. So I,
3: would, I was telling you guys, this would be a really good game and watch game, though. Yeah, because yeah, there's there's just there's three
1: floors of a burning building, and you're raising and lowering this basket to wherever the rabbit is to get them out. So it's just. Pick one of the three floors and then raise or lower the basket to let him off on the ground, or he can go off the roof. This would be a really cool game and watch game in Nintendo's hands, or somebody that knows
0: what right. That's doing. What I'm saying, yeah, it just doesn't
1: quite have that. Addictive
0: I don't want the
3: same people who made this to make it, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I gave it a three out of ten because it is really charming.
3: I gave it the same score, three yeah. out of ten.
1: I feel like I'm not meeting you guys' expectation, but I gave it a one.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking if this was put on the Derek, NES, it would get two points on Charm Along. Yeah, Derek is so, a harsh, Derek's a hard to <laughs> judge. That's still awful. That's like one and a half stars. This next
3: game doesn't get a good score for you. Okay, yeah, You're the next, next, one's, oh, yeah. The next yeah. one brings yeah. it up. The next one's just called Turtles. Now, going into this, I had a little bit of hope. Nay, I had a lot of hope that this would be like a really bad Ninja Turtles ripoff. And in a way, it kind of was. Yeah. Because your main character, whether they say it is or not, is 100% a Ninja Turtle.
2: Yeah.
3: But it's also ripping off... What's that game? Uh, Gyromites? Is that a, it?
1: A little bit like Gyromite. There's another game I can't remember. There's another game that's
3: definitely ripping off. Yeah. I've seen this game before. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. But the point is, uh, it's like it's a puzzle game. And you go up and down around ladders and stuff. Yeah. And you're collecting like piles of gold. It looks gold. like gold, your gold dust, yeah. it looks like. And you can take away... Uh, like, parts of the level, too. You can cause little little holes to form. Yeah, There's
0: you... a game we've played, I don't think we covered on the show, but where you make holes for enemies to fall into.
3: What is it? I can't remember, but you do that for yeah. this one. Uh, and honestly, this is the game that showed me that this t- terrible system, for what it's worth, can have better controls than what we experienced. Because yeah. The controls on this one were head and shoulders above any of the other ones I had played until this time. They were actually way more responsive than I was expecting. And the music and the sound, even though I'm assuming it's all ripped off from a game we can't think of, were great. The yeah, had,
0: title music had the initial like, riff from Super Mario Bros. 2.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. And all the the little sound effects, like it made a different noise when you're climbing the ladder. It had little rappel ropes you could climb along. That and was all, adorable. All the, all the noises were, were spot on yeah. for what it should be in a retro game. I gave this one extra points just because the little Ninja Turtle ripoff was wearing a, a red uh, mask. He's which Rafael. I mean, yeah, it's, that's an extra two points in the game just for picking the right Ninja Turtle.
3: Yeah, I agree with you there. So, I, what'd you give it? <laughs> You're gonna think I'm crazy. It was above a five. It was above a five. Oh no, oh, man! Purely because You're saying I'm saying m- games above average. When you take for what it is, all right, you got to remember what this is. This was after we have different. This was Schemes in our head. head and shoulders above anything that I had seen her played on this thing, by, bar none yet. I agree with that. So, considering we went through all that drek, we've been getting a little better and better. <laughs> I gave it a six. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back and play this again. The I'm breezes of
1: insanity are blowing strong <laughs> around here.
3: I, it's not a great game whatsoever. What'd you give Solomon's Key? <laughs> Solomon's Key's better than this. I will say that. <laughs> I'm remember what I think I give Solomon's Key higher than this. We have to take it with a grain of salt because
0: yeah. we are don't really know how to review these games because they're not NES games. And Trevor's no, trying to tell you that I'm stupid, but the point no, is... I'm just trying to tell you he's not intelligent. Well, it has nothing to do with stupidity. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not stupid or intelligent. It's after you play about <laughs> 10 or 12 of these games, uh, things that you didn't appreciate 10 minutes ago, you, <laughs> yes, you'll appreciate yes. now. I, I, controls. Pre-
3: <laughs> I appreciate that this game controlled halfway yeah. like
0: a game. And, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll catch you some slack because I gave it a 4. Which is getting close to mediocre. Yes, and I gave it points because when you climb the rope, it's just flat out adorable. I love the sound <laughs> effects. Raphael looks so cool. I said Michelangelo. Maybe it's Raphael.
3: It was definitely Raphael. Yeah, it was Raphael. Hundred um, percent.
0: But it also rips off some stuff. So I gave it a four. All
3: right,
1: I, I gave it a four and a half. Which wow, that's a four so plus one, a half is, for this Raphael. This is by far the best rating. I'm gonna put so a star
0: far. on this one. So this is the best one so far. Let's yeah. see if it gets beat.
1: Oh, next this top, next right. one's gonna <laughs> beat it. So the next one was Power Pull Girl. Well, we weren't sure if it was supposed to be like powerful girl or a power a power puff girl ripoff. Yeah. And it turns out it's just a blatant ripoff of a bunch of things. Uh the main character is a power puff girl. It's got the the eyes <laughs> ripping straight off a powerpuff girl. But underneath that, I didn't know this and I don't think Johnny did either, but apparently it's a complete ripoff of another game that I'll yeah. let Trevor explain in a minute. But it's just, it's a decent little Contra style top down shooter or Jackal style shooter. You can jump and you can shoot. Uh, there's little water pits you have to jump over, you'll fall in. And the controls were actually pretty spot on for this collection with that little tic tac controller. But you got three hits by enemies, but no lives. So if you fell in the water, which was kind of easy to do because some of the pickups made you run really fast, then it was just game over and you went back to the very start. There was no second chance at all. So I don't even know how long this game might be, but there's no hope of ever making it anywhere (laughs) in it.
0: So the reason it controls decently, as soon as you started, like, wait, I played this game. Yeah, Trevor knew what it was right away. And it took me a second to think of it. It's Dino Ricky, which is a really cool, super hard NES game. Now, they didn't just rip off the way it plays. The enemy design is identical. The where the water holes are is identical. Yeah, they just it just doesn't look quite as good, but it's identical. Yeah, they, they it's they a pretty rip-off. much They
1: changed the sprite, and that's about it.
0: But the problem is, Dino Ricky is ridiculously hard, but I think you get three lives with no lives. It's impossible, it's pointless. And yeah.
1: you're playing it with an NES yes, controller instead, yeah, of, instead yeah. of this.
0: So, yeah, um, I said that OMG, it's Dino Ricky,
1: and you control Power <laughs> Girl.
0: OMG, um. But yeah, I guess I'll, I'll let you give your score first, a second Yeah,
1: I, I gave it a two and a half because it's, I mean, it's fairly decent for this collection. I mean, it would be one I would go back and play, but knowing that it's a rip off and they didn't even rip it off right, it's just, yeah, they don't deserve more than a two and a half. I want to cover Dino
0: Ricky on the show and this made me want to do that more. It's a cool game. What'd you give it? So I struggle with this and this isn't going to be the first time this comes up. I said it's a five for aping Dino Ricky, but not quite as good. But I gave it a one because I don't even think this is legal. Like they they copied all the assets. Now Dino Ricky, maybe nobody has a license for that game anymore. I'm not sure, but I'm not sure this is even legal because it is. It isn't just like they were inspired. They ripped the contents and put their own character on it. Yeah, well, we know. Somebody's... Well, it wasn't even their own character. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say we know somebody still has the license for Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> yeah, so, and they still use that for gameplay. It's it's a four or five, but I'm giving it a one
3: because it's blatant. I changed my score three times. I was listening to y'all. Yeah, yeah. My first score. I never played this one. I just watched you two yeah. both play it. And I thought it looked, at the very least, fun to try. Uh, so that gave it, like, I started out with a 5. That was my top yeah. score I was ever going to give it. Then I knocked it down to a 4 because it was a blatant ripoff. Yeah. And then the more you tell me that's illegal, and that's why you made the score so low, and I was like, I can't keep this as a 4. <laughs> I don't know. Illegal might be a strong word, but it is it's sad and lazy. It's on the verge. It's, it's immoral. And, uh,
1: nothing less.
3: <laughs> it is
0: it's, on the verge. It's sad that this yeah. would have been my favorite game so far on this collection if it wasn't I didn't know 100% for sure it's a ripoff. Which I, makes me wonder about some of these other games. And also,
3: it's no turtles. I mean, I just got to be honest there. <laughs> so I, I'm going to end up with a two and a half for this.
1: Yeah. We're kind of stalling here yep. because of the next game up. Okay. No. Right, here's the
3: deal. All right. I play this next one. It's rescue. We're not going to say the word anymore because we looked it up. And it's well, we kinda, did. I didn't realize the undertones of the word, I had an idea what the word meant. It's
1: The word has a different meaning if you spell it a different way. Yeah. But after playing the game, we're afraid the word might mean something even we don't know about.
3: Yeah, so uh, that's why when you listen to this, there's going to be beeps here. We're not even going to spell the word. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's just say it's a Donkey Kong Jr. ripoff through and through. That's 100% what it is.
0: It's actually a hack of that game, apparently.
3: Yeah, 100%. It just doesn't play as well. The controls are not as crisp. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Jr. is a fun game and I would love to cover oh, it sometime. Yeah. Uh, this is nowhere near that, and this is by far, I'm not going to tell you why, but this is by far so racist <laughs> that it was uncomfortable to watch it, and I'm not even kidding.
0: My quote, this is DK Jr. with racism.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Bopey Ninja Turtle. <laughs> and I put
3: uh, beyond racist uh, DK Jr. ripoff, is what I put. Yeah, I mean, it's there's one thing to be racist but this is like above that this is somebody went out of their way to be racist with this it's, it's not f- even
0: funny not that that's ever funny but
3: right yeah exactly like i mean it's un- it's uncomfortable honestly i yeah. felt uncomfortable w- playing it and looking at it so uh the game itself plays just fine and for if we took out that which is tough to do <laughs> i would probably have given us a four But yeah. because that was in there that knocked it crazy down for me I don't want to play a game that I'm not comfortable playing. Yeah. That's just weird to me. So then I knocked it down to one and a half and I was thinking, even that feels too high for what they did here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just since it has the bones of Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, that's you can't it's hard to go lower than that just because it has that that good so, groundwork.
3: I'm giving this a zero point five and it's purely because I like Donkey Kong Junior, the game. Yeah. The original game that this is ripping off in a very racist way. So Yeah,
1: this is the rescue game if as we referenced it earlier, I think.
3: Yeah. Um, I said
0: for the pure gameplay, it'd be about a five because it, it's like seven, 60 or 70% as good as DK Jr. I would say. Yeah. So it's about a five, but I give it a one because it's a total hack ripoff. Probably also illegal. Cause I know that Nintendo still owns the rights to DK Jr. It's illegal. It should be illegal and it's racist. So I gave it a one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I gave it a one as well. Yeah. Right, next up. Tunny.
3: Another
2: <laughs> know which, ripoff. Yeah. which This is
1: a rip off. <laughs> I didn't know it was a ripoff. I mean, we fe- looking at it, we figured it was, but at the top of the screen, it has the high score, and they left the name of the original game <laughs> yes. typed into the high score. So not
3: only is this a ripoff, it's a beyond lazy one.
1: <laughs> it's the ripoff is of Sun Sun, which I think you said was a Capcom game. My yeah, game. I, I gotta say, I don't, I don't know if this is a good ripoff or a bad ripoff, but this is a low point for Capcom if it's a good ripoff because <laughs> yes. it's basically it's kind of a.
3: It didn't make me want to go. It no way made me want to play the original at all. Yeah, I mean it's like no. a
1: multi-tiered side scroller. I I don't know how many people played City Connection for the NES. I don't know. It's probably not all that popular, but it was a game we, we had it. growing up where you were a car and you could you could jump up and down between yeah. like the the tiers on the screen. So this is sort of like that, except with helicopters. You can move up and down tiers, and you're trying to collect little items. And, As you're doing and,
3: so, you have tears falling from your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Because you eyes what you're spending yeah. your time doing.
1: Yeah, and there's there's bombs you can shoot and blow up. But really, I couldn't tell a point to the game. This might have been from the Capcom era when it was just about putting in a quarter and seeing if you could beat the other guy's score. Yeah. Because there was no no real point to it that I could tell. No way to win or lose other than just when your quarter ran out for getting killed.
3: Yeah. So what would you get it? I gave it a 0.5. I gave it a 1, and then I probably gave it less if I was the one who had to play it. <laughs>
1: yeah, because the, the controls were really poor too, So, yeah. and I doubt that was like that way in the arcade.
3: I just realized I wasn't fair because I gave it a 2.5
0: because I assume that Sun Sun is a playable game. Then I realized that's not fair because this is just a bad ripoff
1: as a Donkey Kong game. So I, I'll give it a 1 because it's definitely a ripoff. It, it kind of makes me curious to go look out Sun Sun now because I, I feel like Capcom could do better.
3: We know Capcom has some great games in their library, so yeah,
1: I, I would like to think yeah. that they're, the one it's ripping off is better than this.
3: All right, next up was Fear Master, and the best way to describe this in my mind is if you ever played Oregon Trail, there's a part where you get to go hunting for your food. Mm-hmm. That part in Oregon Trail is really fun, so you take that, but you make it way less fun, and the controls horrible. Then you have Fear Master. Uh, mm-hmm. you're It's like a whole map. You're trying to get to a key. It's on one end of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: but there's all kinds of things shooting at you. And shooting things is beyond difficult. Uh, the controls are horrendous. I gave this a two.
1: Yeah, this was one that really puzzled me. Because like on the title screen, on the little demo it plays, it shows a guy laying a bomb. And then he l- attaches a fuse to it and walks away. Then lights the fuse and some things blow up. And then when we were playing the game, we would run over pickups and it would say TNT or fuse or stuff like that. But all the buttons just shot. There was no way to select other items. So I I noted that this feels like a game that originally had more than two buttons. And when they emulated it on here, they forgot their controller only had two buttons. But even if you had everything you needed, the controls are terrible, the aiming, because there's enemies running at you, you've got to shoot and it's, you can only aim in like 40 degree increments. So you can never shoot where you need to, to hit them in time. Yeah. It was just, hot mess.
0: I said that graphically it was a far cry below most of the games. It was somewhere between Atari and NES. If you've ever seen a Sega SG-1000, it was Sega's system before the Master System. The graphics are about on par with that. The music is all public domain tunes.
3: Um, that was probably the best part. <laughs> and it just,
0: yeah. It, it was boring. What'd you give it, Johnny? I gave or, it a 2. Yeah, I gave it a 0.5. I gave it a 1.5 because you could shoot things and at this point now it's starting to feel fresh again. <laughs> that's probably because you didn't try the controls out very much. Might be, yeah. Uh, but it's still awful. All right, next up, speaking, Trevor. Speaking of uh, awful.
3: Yeah, Trevor, you did get to
0: try the controls on this one. So happy match. It's memory. One out of ten.
1: <laughs> just a
3: match game. That's all it is. Just a match game. I
1: gave it a one out of ten as well. I didn't even write anything down because it's just a match game. <laughs> I'm glad that's the first game I got to talk about in five games and it's that <laughs> right. match. Next up. And the next up was awful rushing. We're, we're on an awful stretch here. So this was... <sighs> Basically, Spy Hunter without any of the fun. Awful uh, Spy Hunter. Yeah, awful Spy Hunter. Yeah. So it's just, you're a motorcycle on a road, and you can you have an accelerate button, and you're trying to dodge barricades and other motorcycles and trucks. I, you could shoot and blow the trucks up, mm-hmm. I think. Was that this? Yeah, that was this yeah. one. Because there were some that were similar. But the one impressive thing about this is... Even more than Spy Hunter, from what I remember, this the game was really fast. Like it was impressive. Which this is an old hardware, but it feels it looks like old hardware, and the game just ran quick. But that was the biggest downfall because it was so fast. The things would be on the screen, and you would crash into them before you could even have any time to, for the controller to react. That's I gave it a zero point five. It's pretty rough. Well, Spy Hunter on the NES runs that fast, and you actually can
0: survive a little bit. Uh, I said it's awful Spy Hunter, and I gave it a 1.5 because I do like driving games.
3: I, I did give it, I said the same thing. If Spy Hunter was bad, you'd have this game, mm-hmm. and I gave it a 1.
0: By comparison, I gave Spy Hunter a 7. So I'm saying there's no competition here. <laughs> no, it's
3: not. I don't think anybody thinks it is. So we
0: covered that a few episodes ago. Wasn't yeah. Not too long ago.
3: So next up is Devil Dumb Doom. Which is a kind of cool name, Devildom Doom. The name is way cooler than what the game is.
1: Yeah. yeah, this this one, going by the name, was one of the
3: biggest disappointments. Oh, yeah, by far. And I actually don't even remember what this game actually was. Uh, we've eaten since then. It looked like Bomberman, but the enemies didn't bomb you back. Oh, that's the one where you just kind of shoot them and they just kind of take it. No, yeah. Are you sure? It, which one of y'all played this one? I that's did. the one Johnny played. So you're it, you're it, the projectile. No. It like, no it, oh. <laughs> well, maybe
0: that one was the same. Oh, Literally. no, no, you're right. Yeah. This one kind of looks like Bomberman, but you don't lay bombs;
3: you shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and this is the one that had that ant, the A N T that kept oh, killing me. Yeah, okay, it, now, now yeah.
1: it's all coming back. So it's yeah, it's like a Bomberman maze grid. Yeah, and but there's about four enemies on the screen. There's a but as, a, as soon as you kill them, they come right. Yeah, back. there's a spaceman looking thing that doesn't do anything. There was an ant that shoots bullets for some reason. Yeah. So we thought, well, maybe once you kill all of them, you progress to the next level. But no, as soon as you shoot them, literally instantly, they respawn, and you just you're just doing it for score. Yeah. So I think I think the best way to sum this up is to just you read your note that you wrote down, and then I'll read my note that I wrote down.
3: Okay, my note just says not fun,
1: and my only note says garbage.
3: <laughs> I said ultra boring.
0: <laughs> so, so all right. Uh, what did you guys give it? I gave it a 1.5 because it That's looks what decent. I gave it a
1: 0.0.
0: I gave it a 1.5. Derek truly uses the whole score. I think if the game turns on and the graphics don't hurt my eyes <laughs> and you can move around, I'm at about yeah. a point Me 0.5 Me you, for that.
3: because of list, I've seen some things. Yeah. yeah
1: so. I, I haven't played the X-Men professionally, so yes. I, I guess I'm not qualified yeah. to say that. You haven't played on
3: Kenny X-Men. You haven't seen nothing. Yet. But this next
1: game is
0: like totally unlike anything we've played so far, right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's totally new. It's called Motoboat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the exact same game as Awful Rushing, except <laughs> you're a boat instead of a motorcycle. Yeah. So there's there's whirlpools instead of blockades and other boats on, this on the This is literally
3: a rip-off of their own rip-off. <laughs> I said yeah. if this was like a movie poster,
0: it would say, it's Awful Rushing on water.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's I wrote it's Awful Rushing with 100% more water. Yep. And I, I gave it a 1 just because I like water better than motorcycles.
3: I gave it a 1.
0: It's uh I gave it a 1.5 because it's the same thing I gave Awful Rushing.
3: All right, Trevor, next up, you got to play Blobbuster.
0: Uh, Blobbuster is another one of these games that would have been one of the highlights, except it's an actual asset for asset ripoff of Dig Dug 2. Um, it's Dig Dug 2, except you play as a computer.
3: For some reason,
0: a walking a computer.
3: You're literally a walking computer. Yeah, like you're yeah.
0: a CRT monitor computer. And Dig Dug 2 is an NES game I never owned, and I've actually been wanting to pick it up and us review it. It's a cool game. Because um, yeah. you're like... Unlike original Dig Dug, it's like a top-down isometric view. And you can blow up the enemies, like literally blow them up like a balloon. Like in Dig Dug. And you can chisel off part of the land and they fall into the ocean. It's a cool thing. So I wrote... This is Dig Dug... And I said Dig Dug 2 is cool. Uh, this is a rip-off of Dig Dug 2. A 4.5 out of 10 for how fun it is, but a 1.5 because it's ripping it off word for word.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- this was... We're not sure, I'm not sure about the uh, Rescue game that ripped off Donkey Kong Jr., but this one, I mean, it's the same music and everything. There's, yeah. there's nothing that has changed besides the main character. It's as bad as the Dino Ricky ripoff that you played.
3: Yeah, I gave this a two and a half.
1: Yeah, I, I gave it a three and a half just because compared to the other games on the collection since it's such a rip off it's even it's better than other rip offs <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun cuz it's based on a solid game but yeah. it's just
0: such rip off it's
3: fun not because the game is good it's because it's ripped off right. from another game that's good all right next up we've uh, uh, got to play this uh, one yeah.
1: next up is small dinosaur and this <laughs> is this feels like it should have been on the At games collection
3: yeah that hiccup yeah. you heard is our reaction to this game <laughs> so
1: it's you're a little you look like an alligator you're at the bottom of the screen and at the top of the screen there's a dancing little baby that is throwing candy and rocks and different things out.
3: <laughs> My and one note here is the dinosaur is an alligator. That's literally <laughs> what I wrote. <laughs> so it's,
1: you're just moving around the bottom of the screen trying to catch things for points, and you will occasionally throw out a lightning bolt which kills you, and a screw or, or a nail that if you catch those things it'll hurt you. So you're just trying to collect points, and there's there's no end to the levels. It's just it's yeah. not a game. This
3: would barely be a flash game.
0: Yeah, be a terrible flash game. I said you catch stuff while a creepy baby dances. Yeah. That's all you do.
3: I gave us a one and a half.
1: I gave it a zero Thats
0: one and a half is so generous. I gave it a one, and that feels generous to me. a <laughs> one out of ten it which, I've if you seen- think about think about that, if you would look at a movie review, that would be like half a star yeah. out of five. That would be an atrocious movie. This is an atrocious game. Right. Yeah, but it's. Yeah. it's
1: but- that would be like going to the movie and the movie never starts. You just watch the black yeah. screen for an hour and a half. Well, you also got to
3: realize that I played a Whack-A-Mole ripoff already. Yeah. You've and been through Speaking some of which, uh, the next game was Rural Goblin, which was, again, a Whack-A-Mole ripoff.
0: Can we say that name again, though? Rural, as in, like, countryside? Yeah, Goblin. Rural Goblin. Trevor knows I don't pronounce words correctly. No, I just love that
3: name. Rural goblin. What makes the game even more disappointing? Yeah. It's nothing (laughs) it's nothing what you want it to be. It's literally just whack-a-mole again. Except Except I didn't have to use the controller, I just had to hit one of the buttons on the right thing. It's whack-a-mole without the control.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So before the other whack-a-mole game, you at least had to press a direction. Yeah, this one-mole this just hit the button. And the music was awful on
0: this
3: one. So I give this a zero point five. I also gave
0: it a 0.5. I'm guessing Derek gave it a 0. 0.0. <laughs>
3: the
0: 0.5 is... I guess I'm not against giving a game a 0 if it turns on and works. Yeah. I just feel like there's still a game out there I haven't played that's a true 0.
3: Exactly.
1: I don't know how you could be any worse. I don't either. I don't know what you're waiting on. But I know when, once it comes out, retro RetroBlister will cover it. Well, wait for, Sega's new,
0: wait for Sega's new Genesis Mini that At games is making. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll find someone there. <laughs> Next up. Oh, Burbles. So, I was mad that Johnny made me play this one. <laughs> Because it's called Burbles, and I thought it's probably a stupid puzzle game Yeah, with bubbles. To
3: be fair, it does sound like it would be a dumb puzzle game.
0: But it's a military game where you're in a jeep shooting, I won't say innocent, but totally helpless, defenseless paratroopers jumping out of an airplane with no weapons, no way to hurt you. You're shooting them dead out of the sky. Because yeah, they can't shoot you back. Even if they land, they don't hurt you. They just walk off the screen, and that's how you lose health. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, it's technically terrible. (laughs) Technically. 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 (laughs) But it's also kind of fun for about one minute. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this Um, is,
1: as a Flash game, this one would have been, uh, I mean, something popular about 98, 99, somewhere in there. This would have been a cool
0: game on the PlayStation 1, like, in between loading screens, while the game's loading. Yeah. It would would classify. Something like
1: Ridge Racer had. Yeah.
0: I gave it a 2 out of 10, because it's fun for a couple minutes, but it's shallow as a stinking
1: puddle that's been dried up by the desert sun.
3: I gave it the same score, a 2.0. I gave it a 1.0.
1: And yeah. well, oddly enough, we were trying to figure out what in the world, why would this be called Burbles? And apparently there is a terrible Flash app called Burbles that's, it's the the bubble puzzle game we were expecting. So that, I don't know why they named it this. Or if they even
0: put the wrong name on there.
1: Yeah, like if the ROM was titled Trevor. incorrectly or something. this
3: system's about quality. That's true. Derek, what was the next game we played? Or you <laughs> played it? <what laughs> <you laughs> the next one was Dejectile. Which this is... is how, that's how we all feel. <laughs>
1: yeah, we were all very Dejectiled by now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's Bomberman, but it's single player with terrible controls. And you're trying to kill enemies that Kill you when they touch you. They don't uh, lay like bombs. Yeah, so they don't, there's nothing they can do to hurt you other than touch you, but somehow you have to trap them with bombs, which doesn't really work because anytime you go near them, they just turn around and hit you and kill you. So I, I don't know who designed this game, but it, it never could have worked the way it's designed. It's just a terrible little game. And I think. The controls were so bad, like in Bomberman, you're trying to walk around the grid, and I could never make the turns I needed to, to get away from the enemies, or to trap the enemies. Yeah.
0: I just said it's Bomberman with terrible controls, and the enemies don't lay bombs, but it does have some of the better music of all the games we played, and uh, that's why I bumped my score up a little bit.
1: What'd you give it? I gave Dejectile a 0.5. What'd you give it?
0: I gave it a 1.5, which does feel generous. That's exactly what I gave it. Yeah. 1.5. Y'all are agreeing too much.
3: Next up, we've yeah, me a little things bit because of this show. <laughs> Once you've played Uncanny X-Men, everything else seems different. I think it
0: just makes you realize that as a whole, games aren't as good as you remember. <laughs> yeah. But some of them are. They're still your Super Mario Brothers and stuff. Yeah. but yes. Most of them aren't as good as you remember.
1: So you're saying I need to
0: get in the trenches a little more. Yeah, and yeah Suffer yeah. a little bit. But this yeah. next game is going to break the mold.
3: It is. Oh, it definitely is. It's Mad Xmas. Uh, I wrote uh, my actual... My actual quote here here is, ugh, (laughs) because this is literally just small dinosaur, except it's Santa Claus throwing down gifts, and he's very mad about it for some reason, and you're an elf trying to catch it with your shirt.
1: Shirt sure is being generous.
0: Yes. The front flap on his trousers. Yeah, let's yeah it, put it that it way. It looked
1: like the the pajamas with the the button up flap in the back, except he was wearing them backwards and had the flap on yeah. the front, and he was catching yeah. things. I just there. know,
0: Ross, why it's called Mad Xmas. It's because Santa's mad and he
1: throws yeah. gifts. Yeah, Santa's Ugh. up in a cloud for some reason, throwing things down, and he knew he was going to gonna be
3: in this game, and he was very upset about it. And I don't blame him. <laughs> I uh, gave us a zero point five, and I feel that's beyond generous.
1: I, I gave small dinosaur a 0.0 where I give this a 0.5 just because the mad Santa sprite was better than the dancing baby.
0: (laughs) I gave it a one just like small dinosaur because it's colorful and a child might enjoy it for two minutes. (laughs)
3: All right, next up
0: Trevor. Oh, Halley who? This is Pat man stuck in super glue with a pile of bricks on his head. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst controls ever for a game that could have been kind of cool. Um, It plays like Pac-Man, except you're trying to pick up bells, and these things come at you, but the controls are so bad that you feel like you're stuck in quicksand the whole time. It's broken, Uh, I'll go and say, I gave it a 0.5, because it was darn near unplayable.
1: Yeah, imagine Pac-Man, like, when you're coming up and you want to make a right turn in Pac-Man, you know, it's all about that that quick snap timing. But if you do it a little too soon, you can get away with it in Pac-Man, because you just sort of, you don't hit the wall and stop but this if you touch a wall by turning slightly too soon you just stick to it and stop it's like the whole thing's set in concrete and it's just terrible i gave it a 0.0, 0. i hope that doesn't spoil your <laughs> review johnny
3: no i never actually played this I just watched you guys play it mm-hmm. and i think because i was listening to trevor be really frustrated with the controls i gave us a one <laughs>
0: my frustration is like an instant half
1: point
3: for you yeah it's going to be exciting next though. up Derek. Next up
1: was mowing, which is exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. This is the
3: one game that did not lie to you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's just, you start out in an overgrown yard and you control a push mower. There's no character pushing it. (laughs) You are the mower. Yeah. So you just, you go around the yard. I feel feel like
3: that's what the box would say. (laughs) You are the mower. Yeah. That would be the tagline at the (laughs) bottom. Be
1: the mower. And so you're just going around trying to cut the grass, the tall grass. You're trying to dodge flower beds. And then there's only two ways to die in the game there's a mole that pops up randomly that kills you if you touch it with your mower, and then a dog running around the yard that kills you. And that's the only point to the game. This it yeah. controls are awful. It's just a mess of a game.
3: Yeah, I was telling you that this game is beyond frustrating just purely because of the concept of it, it would be a really fun puzzle game if it was in the right hands and somebody was really putting mm-hmm. some time into it. It could be way better than this. Like the concept, I could see it being fun. I could even see it being like a fun board game if somebody kind of took this concept and made it. a Yeah, board game. I don't
0: mind the theme of mowing grass. I don't. I know it's crazy, but I like games that are about farming. Yeah, I mean that's boring. So I think kinda.
3: there's. <laughs> I think there's ways that you could have made this game way fun, mm. but they didn't. This is what we got. So
2: yep.
0: I said if this the box title would say it's exciting as dot 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 mowing grass. Yeah.
3: So what did you guys give it? Go ahead, Jerry.
0: I gave it a one point five. Because, I don't know why, I guess it felt different than all the other games we played.
3: <laughs> I gave it a 2. Well. I did play this one, and I think it's more for the potential I thought it could have had yeah. than anything.
1: Yeah, I gave it a 0.5, because I'm not good at seeing others' potential.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yet he's friends with me, and I don't... Oh, well. <laughs> wow. We're at the last game. This is the very last game we played. Please I had... tell me it's this dom in the rough, at least. <sighs> well, half that sentence is true. It was rough. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was called Faded Pirate. Uh, My one quote here is, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Derek figured it out after he took the controls from me that you need to, like, I couldn't figure out, you're like on this grid, right? Yeah, You are a pirate ship and there's other ships on there. It's turn-based. And it's turn-based and you're trying to blow up the other ships. Mm -hmm. You can only shoot in one direction though. And for the life of me, I couldn't move no matter what I did. Derek just happened to hit the start button, and for whatever reason, that's what moves you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you've got the A and the B button and the start button, and either A or B, one does nothing. One of them fires your cannons, and then for some reason they decided the start button should make you move. So you pick your direction, and an arrow pops up showing where you're going to move, and then you have to actually press start to execute it. Which, this one, I feel like it could be a decent little strategy game. But the controls are so difficult to get your ship going the direction you want to, and then having to find the, the microscopic start button on this controller to move it—it it just made the whole thing a labored mess that you just wasn't worth the squeeze.
0: It's, oh, it's—it makes me sad because I think this one had potential, but it's again, it's kind of like, what's the point? It's got potential, but what's the point when there's a million better games that do the same thing? When
3: uh, before we left to go eat, after we'd played these games. I went to the bathroom, and Mm -hmm. then I was looking in the mirror after I'd done my business, and I looked at myself, and I noticed that I'm at the age now where I actually got to pay attention to my nose hairs. I need to trim those. (laughs) When I realized that, I also realized that that realization was more important and means a lot more to my life than any time I spent playing this game right here. (laughs) This game was atrocious. I hated everything about it. I felt like this could be a really cool board game if you did it right. I know I said that before, but this is another one I think could have been a really cool board game. Zero and a
1: half. Well, This is, I think, maybe the one time I'm going to rate something higher than Johnny. I'm going to give this a two. (laughs) Just because I feel like maybe if I spent some time with it, I could figure it out. And it would be like like solving a Sudoku puzzle or something. Something that I don't really enjoy doing, but I would have a sense of accomplishment if I devoted the time to do it once.
0: I gave it a 2.5 because I was thinking this was an NES game I'd never seen before, even if it's basically pointless. Yeah. I love the pirate theme. I like the fact it's like a turn-based board game, and it's not that hard to figure out, but it's still boring as sin, so 2.5.
3: All right, well, this is the one that I was the hardest to the hardest, yeah. hardest yeah. call. I hardest think it's goal. because
1: it was at the end of a long list. I think yeah. you were just kind of...
3: I was done. I was ready to get <laughs> done and go get some food. So uh, <laughs> like... that's all the games. We played 30 yeah. games. Uh, by far for me, my pick of all these, if I had to go back and play one again, would be Turtle.
1: Yeah, Turtle was...
3: Turtle's
0: also my pick, though I actually enjoyed Blobbuster the most um, because it's Dig Dug too. But I have to pick Turtle because... I don't think Turtle's a direct ripoff, but it might be.
3: I think even if it was a direct ripoff, at least I'm getting to play as a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. And that gives, just because I'm such a nerd for them, that gives points for me. I'll
0: be honest, I expected this to go a little different, because the very first game on this list of 200 games is a little game called F-22, and it's like a 1943 clone. Yeah. But as far as I know, it's not a direct clone of another game. Maybe it is, but it's fun. It's a decent top-down shooter. But every game we played after that was so much worse. Yes, yeah, so yeah.
1: Trevor booted it up and played that and maybe one other game and thought, oh, this is going to be pretty decent. We need yeah. to review these instead of the at-games junk. And then it, it did turn out to be much better than at-games and yeah. that they were actually games for yeah. the most part. Yeah, in yeah, all it wasn't fairness, a bunch
3: of puzzle and math stuff. Yeah, in all fairness, this was... I would play this again before I'd go back and play that game. So there's any, 160 yeah. more on there, 170 <laughs> yeah. more. I but, would rather play that than go back and play any of those so at-games. No kidding. Let
1: me ask this question. 200 games, $8.99 you said you paid for it? Yeah. Is it retro bliss approved?
0: I had fun messing around, but approved to tell somebody else to go buy it? I think it is for me, because the F-22 game is worth a couple bucks. It's
3: really not bad. Here's the thing. And there's a couple other ones that are decent clones. Here's the thing. We gave Uncanny X-Men a really low score, right? Yeah. And it deserved that score. However... I would tell people since the game's cheap and get it really cheap yeah I kind of want people to experience it yeah I sort of feel the same about these games that we played today yeah I think if you're playing it with another friend even though every game you can only play is one player yeah if you're there with some buddies uh, with some pals some compadres mm-hmm. I could see this being worth like nine bucks and just having some fun with these terrible ripoffs. <laughs> They, that's also the other yeah. thing you gotta realize we didn't know that going in but these are some some of these games are and i guarantee this more because we obviously mm-hmm. didn't come close to playing them all are direct ripoffs of other games i mean yeah. it's not even they're not even trying to hide it really no yeah.
1: just just enough so somebody that google searches won't get them for for copyright infringement because they like, changed the name yeah. just a little bit so.
0: you know what i wish i would say for nine bucks to play 200 crappy games that's approved but I wish it just had twenty games on it that were the quality of that very first game on the list. F twenty two and turtle. In all fairness, turtle, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, there may be twenty on there if we
0: to play them all. We're
3: probably all around them.
0: <laughs> if we need to find the top twenty games, and I'll put a little piece of paper on the back with their numbers. Yeah. So we we'll know if we ever play it again, there's twenty games on there we're checking out. But we're never going to turn
3: it And here's, on, yeah. here's
1: what really killed it: is a lot of the games it made you pick one player at the start. Yeah. So the, there's obviously two-player versions of them out there somewhere. And probably,
3: that, probably the original. It <laughs> automatically would have made it yeah. better if there yeah. was some way to play some yeah. two-player games. And right. I think we
1: said the same thing about At Games, that that just kills so many of them.
0: So, so it's approved in the same way that Troll 2 or Birdemic yeah. or The Room, yeah, the, those movies yeah. would be approved.
3: Sometimes <laughs> a train wreck is a fun train wreck, yeah. despite the fact that at the end of the day, it's just a train wreck. Yeah. So that was uh, that. We're gonna move on from that whatever you wanna call that. That's done. We're finished with the review session. Let me give you the y'all. name
0: of the thing one more time. It is the Retro Play two hundred games in one controller.
3: Yeah, that's what it's called. If for whatever reason you want to spend ten bucks on that, uh do it and let us know what you think.
1: Y'all should probably set up like an Amazon affiliates link so y'all get a kickback <laughs> yeah, for everyone somebody yeah, buys. you know right. you know people are gonna be rushing out to buy these things.
3: <laughs> I kind of hope so. I would I would love it if there's an uptake in this stupid terrible system because of us.
1: Alright. I don't, I don't know how much more I can take of this.
3: So, it's, it's, time, it's time to put that behind us. <laughs> oh, gosh, behind this is a terrible choice of words for what you just did. <laughs> we can't go off the rails. This is episode 100. <laughs> no, we're going off the rails because you did this. Uh, I was trying to figure out why Trevor was laughing over there, and then the smell wafted over here, and now I know. <laughs> professional podcasting (laughs) we we let everything out on the table (laughs) i really let everything out yeah Yeah.
0: so (laughs) we're gonna put these games in the distance and we're gonna turn over to you guys our awesome fans we put on our social media on instagram (laughs) we support on instagram and facebook that you could ask us anything in the world you wanted to which we've never done that before i don't know why not yeah and just ask us whatever you want to for it, episode 100. It
3: doesn't even have to be video game related. Yeah. And you peeps
0: came through. You came through. Uh, so we're actually going to have Derek read them off so me and Johnny can answer them. And you going on Facebook first.
1: Yeah, I'll just go on Facebook. I, I was trying to sort of sort them, break them up, but I'm just going to go in order here.
3: Wait, let's play the music. Fan feedback. Feedback. Sorry, I didn't know what you were doing. You had a pin, and it threw me off. Yes. Okay, go ahead.
1: on facebook at retro bliss andrew coed says congrats on reaching 100 no one thought you would go this far that's true i don't think it's a question but i agree (laughs) i'm not sure if uh, we'll see if there's a question in here somewhere i think we're gonna get to one this shows us all what we can accomplish with minimal effort coasting through life and a bit of an ego that's right (laughs) i kid i kid seriously awesome awesome (laughs) work gents
3: i coed i coed (laughs) well thank you (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, let's get into the hard-hitting question here. All right. My question is, if you were abducted by an advanced alien civilization, which game would you bring with you to play with them? Oh. They would be willing to play multiplayer games, but you can take turns in a single-player game as well. Hmm. Remember, Mm. you would be representing all of human civilization through this one game. No pressure, but pick a game, and also, why did you choose that game?
3: This is tough. This is tough. So you want a game that would represent who we are as humanity but you also wouldn't want it to be like a boring educational game <laughs> you want it to be fun yeah. you want the aliens to play and be like oh i like these people they're fun i'll, I'll, I'll quit probing them because of how great this <laughs> game is i'll tell you the first one that uh came to my
0: mind is super mario brothers that was the first one for me too because in a way it's the purest um, expression. Of gaming and just people liking to have fun. Yeah. Because I think it would almost, it's multi-generational and I think it's probably multi-special, if
3: that's a word. I'm going to cheat and I'm going to say the Mario All-Stars for the Super Nintendo. You've ah. got your three main ones there and they're upped a little bit. That's yeah. what I'm picking.
0: Well, I couldn't disagree with you, but but I was also thinking if aliens kind of look like Goombas or something, we might be dead.
2: Yeah, you, you might have squash them. Yeah,
0: but we don't know what they look like. I'm going to go Super Mario Brothers. Not that it's my absolute favorite game, but it's like a pure expression of just fun
2: yeah.
1: video gaming. All right. that's Probably a good answer, because if it saved video games, it could probably save civilization. I think so. All right. Daniel Chavez asks, What is the meaning of game life? Why is the sky in Mario blue? Where do baby Yoshis come from?
3: Ooh. Well, these are tough. Baby Yoshis. You
0: do that one, and I'll do the, whatever the okay. other one was.
3: When a mommy baby Yoshi Maybe I shouldn't let you have this one. Loves a daddy, <laughs> take it back quick, Baby yoshi I'm I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be gross. Uh, they um like like when one sees the other across the room, it's like they they get butterflies in their stomach, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is the one for me." And then they go later and get a hotel room. And
0: <laughs> so I'll answer the other questions now. I think we get the idea. So what's the meaning of game life? And they make sweet, passionate love. And I mean, it's, they got um... those tongues that project out. <laughs> The meaning of game life is to never be stupid enough to let Johnny answer a question like that. (laughs) But also, if you get it wrong the first time and die, then get it right on the second life. And uh, why is the sky blue in Mario? Yeah. Because uh, there's something in the ozone.
3: It's something about atmosphere. I like my answer better. Yeah, next?
1: Finishing up his question, he says, no, but seriously, congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. Can't wait to see. hear what the official voices of Retro Gaming have in store for the next 100. I'd say after this episode, you're probably not as curious yeah. anymore. No. <laughs> after this, that's probably enough forever.
3: Yeah, we're going to lose all kinds of listeners. Next right. up.
1: Gail Wilson says, Well done, guys. Love the podcast. I'm always excited to listen every week. My question How's the Vegemite on Toast going?
0: Honestly, I haven't had it again, and I refuse. <laughs> I haven't either. Derek actually took it home with him. So, should we let you answer this? Yeah, have you had it well, anymore? I was.
1: I forget what it was I was trying to, I was going to get something out of the cabinet and I saw a yellow lid and thought it was whatever I was going for and I accidentally grabbed the Vegemite and yelled out in disgust because i touched <laughs> it. So, <laughs> it's, it's still in the top cabinet at home, but it hasn't been opened since. Oh, thank you, Gail. All right. Christopher Kellogg says, First off, congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. I've listened to them all. Poor guy. You guys bring some fun and interesting things to video game podcasting. I personally enjoy the skits, bliss quiz, self deprecation, pronunciation of the English language, the game reviews, and just overall cheerfulness of your show. I don't have any great questions to ask you guys, ask. You guys are pretty open about your personal lives. Oh, well, I don't know. From gout to Johnny's love life. That's true. You guys leave it all out there for fans to enjoy. Feel, feel bad about? What? What? Um. Oh, well, he's saying uh, that you, fans can feel bad about it. <laughs> or well, is there anything y'all feel bad about for laying out there? I think it's what I'm, he's I'm going to change it to that question if that's not what he intended. I think it's what he intended. Is, is there anything that y'all shared that you wish maybe you wouldn't have shared?
3: I I kind of like that we're such an open show, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, not really. I mean, uh, well, yeah, the
1: April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah,
3: well.
0: <laughs> I immediately feel bad about that. All
1: right, and he's got his second, more serious question is, He says, my question is pretty generic, but if you were stuck in a retro video game for the rest of your life, which would it be and why?
0: Oh, oh, okay. Stuck in a retro video game. Okay. Well, it's definitely not going to be any game we played today.
3: Oh, goodness. I think Uh, I... Okay, I... I, Retro video game. I'm going to go Sonic. And it's going to be because, A, Sonic would be my pal, and he seems like a really cool dude. I've always loved Tales. He's awesome, and think of all those little, cool little cuddly creatures you get to save and hang out with. And robotics seems pretty dumb. I'm gonna pick. I'm trying to think of an old school RPG that would
0: be a good choice where the people actually live and don't die. <laughs> um, I would pick like a, maybe from Lunar Silver Star story, like one of the villages you visit that doesn't nobody dies or anything because it seems like they're peaceful and happy.
3: Yeah, what fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know nobody
1: asked me, but I was thinking maybe like Ocarina of Time, because you've got the fishing pond, and yeah. not everybody, I don't know, maybe. Anyway, Steve Nick says, greetings from Charlotte, and happy 100th. I got my NES with Mario, Duck, and Track Triple Threat in the Festivus of 89. <laughs> when did y'all get yours?
3: I'm trying to remember when I got my NES. It was the first system I was ever given uh, by my parents, for sure. Uh, gosh, I had to be five or six, I think, and I was born in '83, so I'm Mm. I'm refusing to do the math there.
1: That would be around the same year Steve got his. He got his in '89. I
0: think we got ours honestly, and probably in '89 or '90, because I feel like I was four or five, and I'm pretty sure mom and dad bought it from our uncle. And I bet you it's because he got a Sega Genesis.
1: I think I think it was when he got a Super Nintendo. I think. Well, it'd have been even later than that then. I think it may have been when he got a Super Nintendo. We definitely but, were late to the party, but that would still put me at like six years and, old. And before he sold it old. to us, he brought it over on weekends a lot and yeah. played at our house. So we, we had one in the house before that. But We really were about a generation behind. Yes.
0: But it didn't seem that way when you no, think We about still it.
3: are in our reading level and math skills. Right. And that's cool that he's from uh, Charlotte. It's like an yeah. hour
0: from us.
1: Yep. All right. Timmy Mack says, congrats on 100 episodes. I would just like to say I'm very glad to have found your show in the RetroBliss community. Thank you for your time and effort and all the laughs. For a question, what NES music track puts you in your happy place? Oh, well, that's He's, a good he question. He says, I have a couple, but I love the moon from DuckTales.
3: Yeah, that one's good. Uh, my media thought would be um, the very first track from Mario, just because it's iconic and mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like I'm a kid again playing video games. But we played a lot of really good NES tracks mm-hmm. just for this show. And the one that really always sticks out in my mind is uh, Air Fortress. Yeah, I really love that one, so I might have to go with that one overall. But Mario's right up there. I'm gonna cheat and say
0: it's a three way tie between the original <laughs> Super Mario Brothers theme, <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Overworld theme, yeah, and although I didn't play it a lot as a kid, I just love it so much now. The opening track for Mega Man Two. Da 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 da. He didn't ask us to
3: sing it.
1: I, yeah, you did. You just
0: didn't read that
2: part. No, I didn't read that part. Thank
1: you, Timmy. All right. Michael Thompson. He, we've already sort of touched on his pronunciation of a Kaidna question, yeah. or whatever it was. I already forgot how I said it. But he had a second and, But part. then he followed it up with, he's requesting a gout update, yep. and Andrew Coed chimed in that inquiring
3: minds want to know. Okay. So this, let's give us a big spinning graphic if you're watching this. <laughs> Da-na-na. Na-na-na. Gout update. Update, update. Trevor, what is your gout update?
0: So, it's good timing, because... Uh, just uh the week before last I had 5 days so I switched jobs last week <laughs> and literally on the last week at my old job you know wanted to go out on a good note with everybody I was limping around like a fool the whole stinking week <laughs> everybody was like oh you okay did you break your leg what's going on <laughs> what did you tell them <laughs>
3: did I you said, make up something <laughs>
0: I started being honest. I said, I think I fractured my foot. Cause at the time I thought maybe I did. <laughs> yes. Like I fractured a bone, Yeah. but I'm pretty sure it was gout.
3: <laughs> yeah. Cause you seem fine now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had five days of awful, awful gout about two weeks ago. All right.
3: So, uh, <laughs> I'm a strange bird in that I'll get it in my knee, which is terrible. Uh, I'm also just going to tell this whole story. Um, I got it in my knee I made my knee swell up. It was fun times. So I could barely walk. It's gotten better and better now. However, I- I was in the shower, and this is another story It starts that way. Uh, I was in the shower, <laughs> and I noticed the heel of my foot. Uh, I couldn't feel it anymore. It's very strange feeling to be standing there, and all of a sudden, the feeling's gone. Just like if your foot goes to sleep, yep. if you've been sitting on the toilet too long, or whatever you're doing. We're way too open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I was like, this is weird. And I tried to walk it off. I tried to soak it and all this kind of crazy stuff, and it didn't get better. Trevor, I knew you were a nurse, so I told you about it, and you said you probably need to go to the doctor because your foot could be falling off, literally. (laughs) So I was like, that's a good idea. I woke up the next day. It felt the same. I couldn't feel anything. So I went to the ER. It turns out when my knee swelled up, it pinched a nerve there. And it's still half today. Instead of being almost fully numb, it's half numb, which is even more weird because walking feels beyond strange. (laughs) Like when half your heel, you can't feel it, but the other half you feel... I don't know how to express to you how strange it is just to walk on it. <laughs>
1: the, the Retro Busters are going to be so thrilled that not only did they get a gout update, now they get a nerve update. That's right. Really. It's and a two for one.
0: That, <laughs> and that concludes gout update episode 100. That's right.
1: <laughs> Next up. All right. Over to Instagram. Mick Thompson 82 which I think we've heard from before.
3: Yeah, but we let him ask more.
1: He says, what's your favorite modern 2D platformer?
3: Xbox
1: oh, 360, easy. Xbox One, PS3, PS4, etc.
0: Can et I answer? Can I answer? Is it Raymond? Rayman Legends, no question yep. asked. Because you said 2D, right? Yeah. Yep. No questions asked. If you've not played Rayman Legends... It's amazing. They just came out with a re-release on Switch. It was originally meant to be a Wii U exclusive, but you can also
3: get it on all the other systems. Sony, a- Xbox. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to echo what you're saying. It is beyond even... Sound-wise... This is one of those games that it's, makes me sad that we it's past yep. when we would cover it. Sound-wise graphically, this game is stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sound-wise, this game is stunning. There's even levels that are based all around sound and music. Literally based on that. Like, you're making the music as you're going through yeah. the level. Uh, so, I gotta agree with you 100%. As far as 2D, now, if you said 3D, my answer would,
0: if you included 3D, my answer would probably still be the same. But I love uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and the Returns one on Wii. But for 2D, there is no questions. Rayman Legends is amazing.
3: 3D, I'd probably have to go into the Bioshock era, but that's me. Well, he said platformer, right? Oh. Yep.
0: Anyways, Rayman Legends. Bioshock kind of is a platformer.
3: It out. <laughs> That's
0: a stretch and a half. Yeah. All
2: right.
1: Drew Baca. <laughs> That's why I said kinda. Oh, Andrew Cohen's back again. Yeah, what <laughs> This is Johnny. Oh, it's This big. one's, he's singling you out now. Okay. If you were commissioned to do the art for the comic book adaptation of one video game, what would you want it to be?
3: I think I kind of just answered it. I think drawing like a Bioshock one would be a lot of fun. There's a lot of stuff you could do for that. And it would be kind of eerie and creepy at the same time. Uh, it would either be—I'd either want to do that end of it, or go the complete opposite and do like a uh, Mario or something, because I think it just, just—just because it would be fun.
1: All right, and then he's got a follow-up question just for Trevor. Oh, if your wife was to leave you for one video game character <laughs> come to life, who would you want it to be, and so, who would you definitely not want it to be? So she's leaving me.
3: It's me, Mario. Anna, why don't you come with me? <laughs> <laughs> My aunt is another oh, castle.
0: Who I would, I think, not want it to be. It would almost be easier. Well, asked that's the follow-up. That's, okay, let's see. Who would I want it to be? Yeah. Right, I'm going to go with Link because, though he really doesn't talk, he doesn't say much. He's chivalrous. I think he'll take care of her. And I can die knowing that she's taken care of, although she left me for Link. Trevor would go around bragging that his wife left him for Link. Yeah, <laughs> probably that exactly. happened. Link or Donkey Kong. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> it's worth not wanting who I would not want her to leave me for? Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go
3: wrong? Yeah. Everything.
1: Alright. Escape Solo One. If you guys know the real names, you can correct me, but that's isn't
0: that Christopher Kellogg again? It's well, one of those. Go ahead. I won't
1: I won't put you on the spot for that. Alright. Alright. What's your take on RPGs? What's your favorite and any you started but never finished?
3: So here's the deal. I'll go first on this. <laughs> RPGs when I was growing up was never my favorite. A lot of my friends loved them, from y'all to my buddy Chris. Uh, they were big on RPGs, and I just could never get on to it, get into them for some reason. The turn-based thing bugged the tar out of me. However, since then, uh, I fell in love with the game we have yet to cover. That's mm-hmm. Earthbound. Flipping love Earthbound. Mm-hmm. I love it a lot. It's quirky. It's got its own little take on things. It's got its own little sense of self, and if they're and also I played uh, the Super Mario RPG, mm-hmm. and I loved it quite a bit too. So I got to say I've really come around. It takes a lot. It's got to have a certain sense of humor about itself and a really sense of style. But I can get into them now way more than I ever could before.
0: So I have some really strong memories of some RPGs, but I didn't play them a lot. It was like just a couple here and there. Um, so, for example. It would be probably Chrono Trigger, hands down, but I've really only just scratched the surface of that game. It's one I've really not dug into yet. So I'm going to have to go through my honest answer, and it's probably going to be Lunar Silver Star Story Complete for the PlayStation, which is the same basic game as Lunar Silver Star for the Sega CD, but it's got added cutscenes. It's got an all-new soundtrack, which is one of my favorite
1: parts of the game. It's totally revamped. Yeah, and working designs. They did a whole new uh, dub for it and everything. Like all yeah. the all the voices are new. It's almost like a sequel. But I adored
0: that game. It's just it came at the perfect time. And if I was going to give a follow up, I would say Star Ocean, the second story, also on the PlayStation. I never played any of the big ones like Final Fantasies. It was always sort of the oddball ones I enjoyed. And if I'm going to give a third one, probably the one I spent the most time on. Honestly, was uh, Tales of Symphonia for the GameCube. That was an amazing RPG. As far as ones I didn't finish, most of them. I did finish Tales of and I'm sure I finished Lunar. But that's the only two I ever honestly finished all the way through. I was terrible to start them and not finish. Alright,
1: and he he says his favorite is Final Fantasy Tactics. Have either of you ever played it? I've heard a lot about it. I have an unopened shrink wrap copy I got from Toys R Us like 15
0: years ago. <laughs> I'm just waiting to open it until I'm ready to play it, and I just haven't played it yet. <laughs> Sorry,
1: Andrew. <laughs> all right. Warp Zone Graphics has a lineup of questions here. Our buddy
3: Mike. First, how did you guys meet? Well, we could actually answer it for all three of us. Yep. Because we all met at the same place. We all met at Church. Uh, my grandparents started taking me to the church that they were going to. Mm -hmm. And that just happened to be the same church you guys were going to with your parents. Yeah. And we just kind of hit it off fairly quickly. Do you know what age you were when they first started taking you there? I want to say, I was definitely already in school, but it was elementary school for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to say at the, like what, six or seven, right in there? Well, that's when we met then, because we've been going there since we were born. So, So
0: um... So, yeah, you were six or seven. I was like five, probably.
3: So That's taking a wild guess. It's been yeah, forever. It's somewhere around it's up, there, though. Yeah. All right. You guys were old enough where we could communicate with yeah. each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, now we ask, what
1: is each of your favorite modern game? Ooh, that is
3: tough. Okay, what's your definition of modern? When do we want to put this? Anything in?
1: we wouldn't cover on the show is what I want to say. Yeah, okay. So, anything after, what,
0: 2001
3: or so? GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and up. This is tough for me. There's been a lot of great games. Oh, man. This is tough. That's a hard question. I mean, I would have to put the... There's two Bioshock games I have to put in my top five. Oh, man. Uh, there's, uh, honestly, just for its ushering in of uh, multiplayer for me in my life, Halo 2 mm-hmm. would have to be up in there. Uh, so, I don't know. Halo 2 or one of the Bioshock games, probably. Just because mm. of what they mean for me.
0: That is hard. That is hard. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know if I could pick one. Um, uh, if I had to pick a few, though, I would say the very original Metroid Prime, which I'm considering it modern because it was GameCube. Half-Life 2, which I played it on the Xbox 360. I know it's originally a PC game.
3: That's was, that's how I played it. Absolutely amazing. It was like a collection that came out.
0: And then I'm going to have to say probably Zelda Wind Waker because that game just had such atmosphere. It's just never left me. And then I'm going to give you my real answer because this is really modern. I'm going to say Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've just scratched the surface, but honestly, that game is just it's as good as everybody says it is. It's probably actually the best modern game I've played. I just don't know if I can pick one.
1: Like, yeah, I'm going to say that. All right. He's got a question I'll read. It's a question for each of you separately, but I'll read them both so you can both think about it at the same time. Trevor, your favorite board game of all time, and oh. Johnny, your favorite wrestler of all time. Oh, man. Oh, goodness. I've thought about this. Um, I, I mean because I'm a cool
0: guy I mean we are literally surrounded by board games right now and I've thought about it and I don't think I can pick one because it changes but let me try to not be a loser the The Ticket to Ride series of games we've mentioned is just so timeless and classic it's not the deepest it's a really it's a game anybody could you know play it's family a family game but my wife loves it and I always enjoy that game and probably my favorite version of Ticket to Ride I don't even know that depends too but Ticket to Ride if you clown all of its expansions I'm going to say but I could be talking to a lot of different games um, Dominion is amazing uh, there's a game called Trains which is like Dominion with a board and everybody's like waiting for me to push up my glasses on my nose right now uh, well that's enough I don't know Terraforming <laughs> Mars is amazing that's like, the that. The list is going to get longer yeah, the longer we It's my turn, Trevor. Shut yeah, up. Go. <laughs> all
1: right. Favorite wrestler. Uh, right, okay. Nobody cares. Go
3: on. This is tough for me because I do love me some wrestling. I mean, I can go old school and give you, a uh, you know, Roddy Piper or I could go, uh, you know, the, the attitude era and go Mick Foley or I can even go now. And there's a lot of wrestlers I like now. However, if I really think about it, I mean, I have all books. I've got his autograph. And I'm like not ashamed of it whatsoever. He was very awesome when I've met him those two mm. times. I got to go Mick Foley all day long. Yep. Love Mick Foley, and I always will.
1: I figured it'd either be Mick Foley or yourself in your backyard backyard <laughs> wrestling <laughs> yeah, form. The Crusher, one two. Yeah. Johnny the Crusher. <laughs> all right. Uh, what What was your favorite arcade games as kids? So think of one you played as young, not something you've <laughs> gone back and discovered since then. Even though they're probably better games now. What as a kid? He what said arcade enjoy? game. Yep.
3: I already have an answer for this. Uh, my parents and I used to go play putt putt, and at this putt putt place, they had an arcade in there. And it's actually Morganton, uh, which mm. is where we're at right now. Uh, NBA Jam—they had NBA Jam there. Mm. That's where I was first, uh, kind of like I uh, first ever got to play it, and I just took to it right away. I and mean, It was basketball, and it was over the top fun. So NBA Jam for me. This is hard for me because I've mentioned before we grew up in the arcade era for the most part,
0: but. We really didn't play a lot. We just watched them. You grew up
1: watching arcade <laughs> yep. games. Yep. We would save our quarters until we could buy a Nintendo game instead. <laughs> and it
0: wasn't just our mom wanting us to save our quarters. We would rather ha- bring the game home. I don't know if we got to play Turtles in time. I don't think we did. If we did, I probably would say that. I remember getting to play Metal Slug one time, and it was amazing. Um, or there's the sub shop we went to, and it always had Street Fighter II playing. And that is just such a strong memory for me. I know that's weird because we didn't play it. But every time we went there, the background music was playing. But I don't know. Derek, can you think of a uh, arcade game we really played a lot?
1: No, we didn't play a whole lot. Metal Slug was the one that was really standing out to me. Because it was in the <laughs> Roses had Metal Slug at the front of the store. And we would play <laughs> yeah, that occasionally. I, remember that. <laughs> I yeah. totally remember that. I'm going
0: to have to go with that just because our experience was so low as children playing arcade games. All right. And that's, did you guys like pinball at all? Oh, man. Love it. Love pinball. Love it. I went through a phase in life where I legitimately spent hours plotting out how I was going to buy my own pinball machine. Uh, I tried to figure out how do you get them repaired, you know how the shipping work, um, and I just ultimately decided it was a pop dream at the time. Um, but Never. I still wouldn't be against it if I ever come across the free money because I have kind of have the room for it now. Like, yeah, I, I would love to have a real pinball machine, and I love pinball video games. I know that's not exactly what he asked, but I have a library of pinball video games from Game Boy to the modern systems yeah that are fun that are still fun yeah
1: alright and I think we're down to the last question now from Mark Lovalli I'm not sure if I'm saying that right but I'm sure you are and he he's asking two specific questions so I want one answer for each for both of you I don't want long lists like you've been given worst game you ever played Uh. best game you ever played Uh. I, I don't want to hear five and six answers on each oh my gosh this is
3: tough Worst game. How can you just that give one answer? I don't
1: know if that nec- yeah, I don't know if you mean favorite, like at, at best. Would it be your favorite uh, game or just best? I'm gonna go with the word best because I don't know how to pick my favorite. I don't know how
0: to pick best either. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go and say worst. Worst that was released physically on a physical format is Uncanny X Men for me. Uh, that now I've played honestly, probably some of these games we just played maybe were a little worse. Yeah, it's, it's different though if it's but, not
3: on a cart in a store or I on think, a desk in a store I, I like the way you're clarifying yeah. it though.
0: the worst uh, published game is Uncanny X-Men So you
3: say Uncanny X-Men yeah. just to be different because I almost said the same thing yeah. but just to be different I'm going to throw in that Bubsy 3D game it's darn close it's Bubsy really 3D I hated yeah.
1: and Bubsy 3D was late enough they should have known better yeah. <laughs> Uncanny yes. X-Men was in that dark era of games yeah. where they were still
0: turning uh, out
3: maybe that's wild. why I cut it a little bit of slack but uh, okay Trevor best game you ever played
0: <sighs> best or favorite best or favorite all right I was... I was about to say... Ooh, gosh.
1: <laughs> this is giving some real heartburn. Yeah. Uh,
0: if we were saying best, I was going to throw out names like Link to the Past, Donkey Kong Country 2, Super Mario World. But he's... Or favorite, but he said best. 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 You're not supposed to give a list, All right. I'm Just give the say, answer. Just give the answer. I think probably The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is the best game that has been designed to this point it's just they did everything right I mean it's we get endless. it you love
3: the game I never got to play it so I'm going to be rushed <laughs> um,
0: yeah what else can I say about it I mean it's apparently too much whether it's my favorite game or not I don't know but it might be the best game I've ever played
3: um, oh gosh man there's so many games you want to say but Derek put a little thing on here So yeah. yep. you can see like I did <laughs> no, I don't want to He cheat. somehow worked his way around it. Yeah. I don't want to cheat. I don't want to work around it. This episode's been long enough. I'm going to give... I'm going to say... Bernstein Bear's Camping Adventure. Okay, right. move on. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'd go back and play that today. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I know there's a certain person who follows us that's going to hate this answer because they think this game's so overrated, but it's the one i played a million times and I still love it and still remember all the little things about it and it's still fun for me. So Mario 3.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I can argue with that at all. Super Mario 3. So. If you're talking best... I think that's got to be up there, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. I, I think that's it. Uh, sorry if I missed anybody's wow. question, but I think we got them all.
0: Oh, well, you're welcome, ladies wow. and gents. So this has been an overstuffed episode. Y'all really ran me through the with those questions. I, I'm already second guessing myself on some of those answers. Yeah,
3: there's a lot of games I wanted to say because yeah. we don't get to talk about all of them. Uh, but uh, Trevor and in the, in the uh, yeah. it's time for you to give our Patreons, the people who are awesome enough for whatever reason uh, to give us money to support the show. It's time for us to give them a quick little shout-out.
0: So these folks went to Patreon.com and left us at least a dollar, and they now have access to all our bonus audio episodes, which are coming out. Uh, Bradley Boson. Thank you very much, sir. Daniel Chavez. Michael Thompson. Timothy McGowan. Andrew Coed. Caleb Dixon. This is really weird without Johnny responding. Uh, (laughs) Jason Bennett. I'm tired. (laughs) Christopher M. Scholes. Jason Wilson. Keith Farnham. And Sean Fritz.
3: Yeah, thank all of you. We appreciate it very much. And thanks to everybody who supported this show, even just from downloading it. It, Again, it blows us away. We can't thank you guys enough. This was a big deal for us to reach this milestone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what game we're going to cover next. We haven't even discussed it yet. But I think after what we done to ourselves here we should probably even though we had some three really great games i kind of feel we need to go uh, since we just played 30 kind of terrible games we should play a good game next time yeah. <laughs> so, yeah
1: thats as a reward for making it over the
0: the triple digit hump yeah, yeah. i think making me a slightly obscure but still good game is what i'm feeling
3: i'm feeling you there yeah right, so thanks for joining us we really appreciate it Derek. thanks again for joining us next time better be better games that's all i gotta say yeah hey you got an open door invite my friend <laughs> uh <laughs> why you would accept hey, i don't know Heck, we'll even take a suggestion from you. Even. <laughs> yeah. so, so it'll be your own dang fault, whatever happens. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Uh, we apologize for the beeps that are going to happen before, but we're ignorant and we don't know anything better. <laughs> so, th- <laughs> so thanks everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, episode 101 is coming after this, Trevor. I think we should go out big with it and just quit after that one. What do you think? 101's a good number to quit on. I think so. Yeah. <laughs>